0: It's uh, it's good to see you on the other side. I'm assuming if you're here, uh, you're here for one thing that's one thing only. You're here in the back alleys, you're here in the streets. What are you here for? Spoilers. That's right. What are you talking about?
1: This all got very poetic all of a sudden. The Did last it? one was kind of. Oh, it's it's eight o'clock in the morning. We're all weary and just having our coffee, and we It's five in. past
0: nine now. Finished first cup of coffee. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. We're
1: on it. The cafeteria is empty and full of grainy bits. Um... Not, you know, not that I'm implying <laughs> yeah. that you're not being a good host, but you're on it. You come back. You know, we're in back alleys. We're here for one thing. You sound like a crack dealer, to be honest.
0: Well, that's the kind of thing I was going for. I wanted to kind of maybe a bit of crack. No it's spoilers. <laughs> I hope you've seen Dark Knight, because we're not going to talk about that movie. <laughs> 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 I feel like we should talk about Dark Knight, yeah, yeah. but I, that's not. I hope you, I hope you see Dark Knight because it's a really good film, man. I don't want to spoil it for you boy. on you go. So this is Had the episode crack. about spoilers, <laughs> yeah. but you know we're not going to talk about spoilers. It's on about dark Knight. Crack and the Dark Knight, yeah, Fooled you DiVecchio. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, no, it's not about.
1: Good because even though I've got my crack speech prepared, Dark Knight, I know nothing. Yeah. Um, so spoiler episode. So we're coming in uh, from the end of the last one. What you might have noticed. Is towards the end of part one i I floated the suggestion <laughs> of making it one long episode to which Dom replied with the kind of you know, the in the teeth thing and he said we'd have a conversation about it, uh which we did. we had a physical conversation um I'm not going to say he hit me because you know you never know who's because listening it
0: actually touched you, but I was holding the thing that was hitting you quite quickly,
1: yeah absolutely and um you know, mental abuse isn't real abuse. It's character building, it isn't is. it? That's what I was
0: told growing up. <laughs> <laughs> um, um,
1: uh, so, yeah, long story short, you know, we've split it into the two parts. I know my role. You know, I'm here because Don wants me to be here. Uh, that's the only reason. If it wasn't for him, I'd be sat outside. Just I, I know what you're thinking. My hand is up as drops, rips,
0: <laughs> and I'm literally working him like a puppet. But no, of his own free will. Um... Oh. Man, I think we need to get into this. Your, your introduction I, was better than mine, in hindsight. Because I think we could, I think we could be here a while. Otherwise, like we're not going to be already. Um,
1: so let's do it. So we want to talk a bit. We want to talk in depth. We want to talk about Man of Steel. Okay. and We want to talk about World War Z. Which, these are the two. What have you lost?
0: Sorry, no, not saying anything. Keep
2: going. It's fine. All right. Okay. You got this. You got it, bro. Uh, Brilliant. <laughs> okay, I'll,
1: I'll take the reins on this one. Thank you, sir. So these are the two big films. Well one of the, well, two of the big films that came out recently. There's a lot of good stuff coming to the cinemas. Uh, these are the ones we were most excited about seeing, so for Dom it was Man of Steel, for me it was World War Z.
0: We need to decide about which one to talk about first. He's
1: waving a coin at me. Um, now it's either Payday. Um, pick, <laughs> <laughs> pick heads. I'm really sorry. If anyone heard that vibrate, it's because at perpetual underscore dawn is now following me on Twitter. Now, she's he or she is probably quite thankful of the shout-out. I don't know who she is, might turn out to be uh, a nasty individual, so... Anyway, um... I'll turn that off, I'm so sorry. That's alright. I'm no. <laughs> sorry. Please but, don't um, hit me again.
0: Pick Heads or Tails for, like, label, label the coin Heads or Tails
1: for... Uh, if you've ever played Bioshock Infinite, you know it's always Heads. So Heads is World War Z. Okay,
0: right. Did you? That was a really... <laughs> Did you hear that, listeners? <laughs> that was a beautiful oh did I'm, I am you I'm really good at flicking coins you are really good <laughs> this, at flicking coins this is how I make a lot of my decisions you are amazing <laughs> oh,
1: oh I've got something in my mouth oh, 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 oh. it appears to be dark <laughs> <thick>. sorry carry <laughs> yeah, exactly. on heads oh, didn't I World tell Ball you Z, it's always, always heads. heads okay
0: I'm glad we started with World War Z because I think actually most people are going to know about Man of Steel
1: mm, don't be so sure
0: well, anyway, I there's a lot I want to get off my chest about World War Z. As
1: the advocate for World War Z, can yeah. I
0: can I kick, kick kick us off? Kick us off? Brilliant. I, actually, I tell you what. I think we should go down. I think we should go through the movie practically scene by scene. Uh, <laughs> God.
1: All right, let's stretch the memory. Okay. So, I'm going to talk you through
0: it as I took it. So, yeah, yeah. as
1: I said in the last one, it starts off. Um, first thing first. I'm a sucker for a good title sequence. That was. It was a, the title sequence it was a me- to yeah. World War Z was brilliant. It was like um, oh, what was I saying to Jess? It was like um. Is it Dawn of the Dead, the remake with the shopping mall? The, it's got the that Johnny the Cash Z- soundtrack. Is that Zach,
0: the Zack Snyder film?
1: Oh, I don't think it's Zack Snyder. Yeah, it's
0: Dawn of the is it? Zack Snyder directed the remake of Dawn of the Dead, yep. What well, wow. Go on.
1: You've Shh. just dropped a wisdom <laughs> shit. <show>. Yeah. yes, <laughs> look at that. <laughs> that's, so, that's the still title. My idea. <laughs> so the title sequence uh, for Dawn of the Dead, the new one, is fantastic. The Johnny Cash soundtrack, yep. kind of visions of distru- destruction. Destruction, and the the title sequence to World War Z, it kind of took me by surprise. Mm,
0: it was very. I mean, I was. I I had very mixed feelings going in because I'd I'd heard about the tricky production history, and it was the last thing I'd seen by the filmmaker was *Quantum of Solace*.
2: He, and yeah.
1: All right.
0: *Quantum of Solace*. Now I will I will sit there and defend *Quantum of Solace* more than most people. Mm but i'm i, I there's no denying the issues that film had
1: i still don't know what it's about
0: exactly yeah yeah and i was and the thing that really made me nervous was that i wasn't worried about going to see another zombie movie but i really the trailers had these amazing sequences that looked phenomenal and i i really just didn't want it to be i really didn't want to go and sit pay a ticket watch it for an hour and a half or 2 hours or whatever it was and just see those sequences again with a couple of extra shots, and that'd be the only good thing about the movie. No, that's true, that's I wanted something, point. and it, ironic with the zombie movie, I wanted something with teeth, with a bit of, st- you know... Who, and it, who does your comedy
1: writing? Uh, I don't Where's <laughs> <laughs> that book about <laughs> podcasting? Um,
0: uh, to really hit me off. And so, when you then tell me the guy making that film was the guy who made Quantum of Solace, that you still don't know the plot about, it's like sitting over the child. Um... <laughs> I was worried I was worried
1: well I kind of you agree that yeah. the titles you watch the titles it's, it starts yeah. and it is one of my favourite things about a film I mean I think um, the start to 7 the start to Dawn of the Dead uh, probably start this one they are all done by the same guy mm-hmm. and I wish I could remember his name as soon as I hastily google it I'll throw it up down below <laughs> so check out yeah, it's yeah. the one guy did all of them it's fantastic but at the same time I like that but it also introduced what I didn't like as well now, the soundtrack of a movie is, oh, yeah, you said it, yeah. is huge, you know, obviously. You, there was this thing you watch if you did psychology in the olden days when I did it where you see a video of a spider walking along the ground and they play it with like real kind of suspenseful music and you feel scared and suspenseful and then they play it with circus music and you're like, oh, look at that, look at that piss-ass spider, it's so hilarious. So, you know, the soundtrack is very important in this one. And what they did, they took a great song... Um, it's the Muse song and it is Isolated System Mm. at the end of their new album you'll
0: know it's the song from the film I didn't I didn't recognise it I knew I'd heard it but I didn't recognise it but I think that's my problem because
1: I'd heard the album I love that song I'd listened to it quite a few times I heard it you hear a song and it clicks and right I know that song at the start I playing it over the credits it's fantastic it fits perfectly and if you actually listen to the song from the album there's a bit more to it Mm. than what was on the film film, and you know we'll have a listen to it after this podcast Um,
0: or throw it up at the end
1: Throw it up at the end, the fade out. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll what illegally? She was just. <laughs> <laughs> no, do uh, We're just gonna, you know, copyright psh, don't, for worry, don't worry, my son. We
2: shall.
0: <laughs> I should talk you through this. <laughs> but I think and what the they did, and will talk me through it as well. <laughs> anyway,
1: <laughs> boy, they did. They used it, and it sounded great. But then you kind of notice it when it pops up again and again. And I have very few criticisms of the film, but the soundtrack. I mean, what did you think of the the scoring of the film?
0: Not a lot of score, and I really like that. The best bit of sound design... The best bit of sound... The moment I knew...
1: I could tell you're getting passionate. You're bouncing in the <laughs> sea and you're, prepared. you're just doing the Italian hand thrust yeah, yeah. at me.
0: The moment I knew I was on board, that that when you see that guy turn, when they're running away, the guy the smashes through the thing and she's holding... Oh. It, it's f- balls. So if you've seen the trailer, I mean, and you've hopefully seen the film if you're listening to our smaller talk, right at the beginning when they're in the car, they're stuck in traffic... Um, do you know what I mean? The moment I was like, this is... I was excited was when Brad Pitt started making sensible decisions. <laughs> I know. Sensible decisions in a zombie movie, but it, it happened. And you and you saw this thing from, like, small outbreak. You, you know, you saw the town go to yeah. shit. No one had a car crash and there was a couple of hours missing or no one woke up from a coma two weeks into the zombie thing. Yeah. You saw this thing just spread. And I think that's partly why it stayed with you, because you're mm. like how would I deal? That's how it would happen. Yeah. I've got no defense for that. The best it... zombie plan in the world. But my favorite bit where I, uh, the sort of, not not the score, but where...
1: The use of sound. Yeah, yeah.
0: Wrong. All the other, I mean, up until then, it's been really kind of real sound. And to my memory, and if there, this is going to sound like a bit of a cop-out, but to my memory, there wasn't any music over that scene, which means if there was, it was perfect because I completely Please. didn't know it was there. Um but it does it definitely goes silent. you stop hearing the screams of people around you and Brad Pitt in is is thinking, and you see he's thinking, and he's watching the guy turn, and you you hear the toy that his daughter is carrying counting, and you know that in his head he's counting how long it takes from bite to infection, and the sound goes, and it's just him and he sort of zeros in on this one guy and he zeros in on watching him go from. Normal guy trying to get away to zombie in ten seconds, and that moment of that just how it's directed and how the sort of the scene slows down almost in a Zack Snyder kind of way. Do you know what I mean? The sort of slow mo mixed with fast movement.
1: I think it's that is brilliant. I don't know if Brad Pitt had anything to do with that. I don't know if he's counting the seconds. I don't know if he's consciously doing it. That's not the way I saw it. I just saw it as it was kind of. It is the best way to see the zombie. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It, it was an excellency.
1: It, it, like, was, it was fantastic. A of and that's by using that as yeah. well. Because you've heard it a couple of times yeah, before yeah. in the car, like that little girl's toy, and you yeah. squeeze it. And it's like, uh, it was 12 seconds. Like, here yeah. comes the train to the number 12 station. Yeah. And it's counting. Yeah. And it's kind of like, I think it's something that it filmmakers goes, it goes use a lot. Though, it
0: goes 10 no, does it go the other way? It Goes the other way. I yeah, oh, okay. nah. okay. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Did you but... even watch this film? I just, I, I was too busy in my own pants. At that but point. Do you not know, think that's
1: kind of a filmmaker's technique where you take something horrifying yeah. and something childish, and it's kind of the contrast of the two, like um, the trailer we saw for The Conjuring. Really didn't that. But anyway, I think Jess just basically just left a brown streak on us yeah, watching she that. She nearly had the baby. She, <laughs> she nearly had going. the baby. I had the whole yeah. fluffy towels ready. But the kind of the bit at the end where it's yeah. got the, the, the jack in the box and it does the kids' music and then a uh, jump scare. It's a common trick in horror films, I think. You take something like a child or something childish, something mm, horrifying, yeah. and it is that kind of jarring contrast between the two that sticks with you. But in this case, it wasn't scary, yeah. but it was chilling.
0: It was really I lo- I mean, there was hardly any jump scares in this movie. And if there were, it completely fit. It didn't feel like somebody put a jump scare in. Yeah. Um because they wanted you to be frightened at that point. Um but the thing the thing I really liked about that to me is it it didn't feel like somebody putting something childish to make the childish thing sound creepy or as an effect. Mm. It sort of reminded me of when you when you are in a situation like that and the things you hear Around you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. um, It happens a lot in Martin Scorsese films. The songs he uses in front of the things you happen that are often incredibly violent things, they fit so well because it's sort of it sounds like real life does. In that there's a radio playing Mm. and stuffs going on in front of you, and so that moment to me was sort of like he's holding his child, who's holding the bear. That's the thing he can hear while he's watching. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So rather than it feeling like a gimmick, like you say, rather than it was like, oh look. Here's a jack-in-a-box. Ding, 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 ding. Your <laughs> eyes did the a... creepiest stare when you were doing yeah, that. Yeah. Wait for a jump scare. <laughs> Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It, comple- it just completely fit the moment. It, it was completely... Beautiful. It really was. It was, br- And then from that moment on, I was like, I'm, I'm on board. And it really, you know, the fast zombies worked the the scale of the film the big sweeping shots I you... kind of sorry yeah, yeah.
2: I want,
1: I don't want you to kind of oh, I just want to take each part and just savor it yeah, yeah. it's such a delicious film and just what you were saying then it's kind of the next part that it sold the film to me in the trailers yeah. and it was you know like how 28 days later was the first time you saw running zombies yeah, yeah. and that was revolutionary mm. this film and I'll explain why in a minute this film is the first time That I saw zombies and thought they could be truly, truly dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Now, I know, you know, you watch a zombie film. I tried to watch the original Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. And I just couldn't. It's a bit, yeah, very dated. I think a lot of people have been raised on zombie fiction a certain way now. And there's a lot of fashionable, you know what I mean when they say there's fashionable zombie traits, Mm. like slow, shambling, Mm. resident evil, Dawn of the Dead doesn't cut it anymore. Yeah. You need the 28 days later run in. But just after the bit where he turns and you just see the zombies swarming mm. and you think about other zombie films you've seen and it is a lot like um kind of like a cheap beat em up mm. where they go one at a time usually or if the hero's about to die then they all pile in. This is the first time I've seen a zombie film where the zombies act swarm, as you, yeah. they swarm they use their body as a weapon, mm. I remember the bit in the trailer I saw is when they're trying to attack the helicopter, oh, yeah, and they are running up, at yeah. it with no thought of their own personal safety and just throwing themselves off the top of at the building. The and you see that, and
0: you think. That's what so I was going to say. When in the big epic, it was like a wave. It, it you know really I mean? is. It, it, they stop being kind of, and the thing, the thing that frightened me, that, that, that genuinely frightened me at the beginning, was when. The guy, he's sort of looking around, he looks, you know, he's a bit scared, he's not sure what's going on, as you would be. Mm. And and he also has this kind of attitude of, why is everyone running? Like, do you know what I mean? I'm sure they're running for a reason, but whatever it is, it can't be that bad. I, you know, I want yeah, to yeah. see what it is. Yeah. He sees what it is, realises he's made a mistake, and um, jumps in his car, mm. Um, and I thought that was going to be the yeah. end of this guy's sequence, do you know what I mean? It was a clever... Interlude to show you the zombies Mm. swarming like that. Yeah. But the moment he gets in his car, that sequence doesn't stop. He's the guy that turns later on, as you know. But when that woman comes up to the car and she starts smashing her way into the car with her head to bite people inside, yeah. Was just, you know. And a similar thing happened, you know, when Brad Pitt's in the truck and they start jumping on the truck, and he's having to smash up the truck. Yeah. To, I mean, again, I was so on board by that point. I was kind of mm. like, you need to do that, but don't damage the truck, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> it's how you get away.
1: Um, But it's... Yeah. Like, you you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. It was, yeah. rev- was seen these zombies, and it was kind of like... I think that's the only way I could describe it. They felt dangerous. Yeah, they yeah. really felt like just one of them, it just wasn't going to stop. Yeah, and... And I don't want to yeah. jump ahead to the later scene when they're in Jerusalem. We'll talk about that. Yeah, in yeah, about we'll that. But yeah. that was just my mind. Just what did I? At the end of the film, I said it just gave me the biggest zombie reaction I've yeah, ever yeah, had. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It was it was such a good. It, and I think it was it was the other thing of just seeing this place go to shit very yeah. quickly. Do you it know what really I mean? was. You, I was hoping that you would see in this film, you would see that period of zombie outbreak to thing, mm. and you do. But the cheat of it is, it's so quick yeah. <laughs> that. You know,
1: I think yeah. um, just in that I have thought about this afterwards. Yeah, yeah. It's my second favorite zombie reveal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just... It's kind of well in number three because I did my okay, top three. Yeah, number yeah, yeah. three was it was Dawn of the Dead the remake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because um, when the girl turns up. It's where the girl turns up, but yeah. it's not just that. It's where she's driving away and the camera kind of pans up, mm. and you see it, and then you see like an ambulance smash into the side of a car and just fires. Mm and it's that kind of like it's taken from your own little world and then you zoom out and you just see that everything's gone to hell mm. this is number two because it is precise which is what I'm going to use a lot in this podcast but it was so everything's fine there's a zombie it spreads it spreads within 12 seconds thanks to the little did <laughs> one yeah. two three uh, number one it's always going to be Shaun of the Dead yeah basically because it. it's just zombie comedy done and I'm we could literally spend days chatting about that and preview spoiler we're kind of bucked in to see the Cornetto trilogy. Oh yeah, yeah. Which could and be there's fun. going to be plenty to talk about after um,
0: that. Um, oh, we'll, we'll probably throw up a video for that. I think. We'll, we'll video. the <laughs> day. <laughs> do cool? I'll do my hair. But
1: um, <laughs> but yeah, when the zombies um, turn up, yeah. When there's just that whole thing there, mm. it's it is it's memorable with him with important. him
0: wondering with with the worst hangover in the world not noticing to start with is the brilliant bit. Where he walks past the homeless guy and just completely doesn't notice that he's a zombie because they're slow zombies as well, aren't they? Yeah. The other two you've talked about as being a fast box. It's I think it's quite significant that they're slow zombies. Do you know what I mean? When he's walking around the shop and you're like, "Ah!" (laughs) because you know, and he doesn't.
1: I think, I am I mean, I don't want to talk too much about it. I'm actually tempted to do a video commentary, but it would just be one big nerdgasm. Yeah, and, it would. And me pointing out every single in-joke and things like that. So I think, should we shelve that for a that, moment? Yeah.
0: yeah. The next thing I really liked is when they're in the car, they're going along, they're in the truck, sorry, Yeah. and they're dealing with the best they can, their kids who've just seen everything they've seen. Yeah. Um, and it's it's awesome. In many ways, it's more kind of character-revealing. Mm. Uh, yeah then, that, you know, it's partly why that opening sequence isn't so long because we get to know them a bit more then and, and we care for them a bit more then. yeah And and this I think those two scenes were my... I wanted more of those scenes in that world, if you mm. like, where they were just trying to get by, you know, day to day. Yeah. Because, you know, one of the kids finds a gun in the thing, in the truck, and, you know, Brad Pitt's reaction to that is completely... I, it's just you know he thanks can, her for yeah. giving him the gun. Do you you know can I mean? tell he's like Look, no, you need to put that down. That's dangerous. That's mine. Thank you, honey. And then he puts the gun. You know, you can
1: tell he's got that kind of army background, but not in that kind of 20, cliche yeah, way. Yeah. Like
0: you know, Jack Spader, CIA special yeah. forces. You know, it's
1: really it's subtle. Very human. And he's perfect, trained. He knows what to do. Perfect he's doing.
0: casting because he's the he's the perfect age to be borderline retirement. Yeah. And still, every bit kind of running around, jumping, and you know, completely buff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but not, and I think it's better that
2: he's a bit uglier in this. Like, whoa. I am not. Whoa.
0: I am, I am, I, I think Brad Pitt is really underrated as an actor. But I think the fact that he's not pretty boy in this because he's an older gentleman <laughs> is is brilliant. Maybe I... Least... An
1: older gentleman. Oh my. How old are you? I'm 20. <laughs> exactly. <old> <laughs> I'm 27. So
0: what? Seven years difference. How old's Brad Pitt pushing, like, 50s? He's in his 50s.
1: He looks better at 50 that either of us look right now.
0: I don't. Fine, completely happy to take that on board. But if it was somebody who looked like Brad Pitt when he was my age, that not would have ruined it for me. No, I see what but you it was mean. Kind of, he
1: did look. That's uh, probably casting, makeup, the whole wardrobe thing. But you're right. He looked weathered. Perfect. Yeah, he yeah. did. He looked weathered. He looked like even you know, at the
0: beginning, before anything happened, he looked weathered, like he'd had a light. He'd seen shit. Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Which was then when he starts dealing with shit in this calm manner, you buy it. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, you're not absolutely. Like, oh look how calm he is no one would do that because it's and it, like, it's a credit to his acting you know what I mean he plays yeah, it like a man at that point which is perfect because I can imagine you know Leonardo DiCaprio was also in the running <laughs> to bid for the film and I can see Leonardo DiCaprio shouting a lot because that's what he does quite well <laughs> and again I think he's a great actor but do you know what I mean it was never too heroic and it was mm. never too Everyman, it was enough that I was... I was trying to sum this up because I really wanted to do a review about this film. But I was like, I'm just going to have to talk about it with you. Because I can't concisely put it down, what mm. I liked about it and what I didn't like about it, which we'll get on to. Yep. Um, but it was just enough every man that I could relate to him. And it was just enough hero and honourable guy mm. that I also admired him and wanted... To think, I would act like him in that situation.
1: What did you think about the scene in the supermarket?
0: I really liked it. I thought it was really cool. I because, did. I mean, background to the scene in the supermarket. The other thing I liked was when they ran in, and it's little things because do you know what I mean. Now that I'm starting to try and make my own projects, uh, something you know, the kind of something that maybe doesn't necessarily affect me, but I think it's really good to get behind is the the unspoken gender thing that you get in hollywood which is and again it's very difficult ask middle class white males you're gonna
1: to have to explain this a lot
0: um well there's a you know there's a definite kind of gender divide in hollywood as to kind of you know uh what male characters do and what female characters do and all right so stereotypes so just, just female representation in films really okay it's something that I'm, I'm not going to claim to be an expert on i'm not going to claim to be massively affected by as a white male But it's something that was brought to my attention recently and once it was brought to my attention, I've not been able to forget about it while I've been watching films, which is quite cool. Go on. And in this, it's something very, very small. Um, It's actually something about Man of Steel that we could talk about either. Come on,
1: I'm literally on the edge of my seat now. Tell me what you're going to say.
0: Objectification of women. If you say objectification, people often think sexually. Right. When actually what it just means is uh, object and subject. Objects have things done to them Uh, and have people make decisions made for them. Right. Whereas subjects make the decisions and do the actions. Okay. And often, even though a a woman may not be objectified sexually, she'll often, in a movie, have all of her decisions made for her by male characters. Right, okay, yeah. Or be told what to do by the male characters.
1: Okay, it's starting starting to make sense. And so
0: the bit... I mean, because I was completely... I wasn't really paying attention to this earlier on in the film, like I said, because... all the -the balls-to-the-wall stuff was happening... (laughs) Uh, and I was, I was just terrified my rational mind left me and I was terrified watching the film um, but then once we got to the supermarket and I started getting on board with it again as a film like I said thinking about Brad Pitt and all of that when they go into the supermarket she lays the plan down she says You're go- um, you need to go and get medicine you take that child I'm going to go and get supplies and admittedly we follow Brad Pitt in this sequence we don't mm. follow her although it does cut back between fairly equally but he is the, the subject of the film which is not something I'm complaining about, but it's important to say given the argument. Yeah. And it was ju- it was just that little thing, and it, you know, I don't want to go on about it. But the No, fact actually,
1: that... you know what, I kind of, I I was worried yeah, for yeah. a second where it was going, but now you've kind of laid it down like that, and I'm thinking back. Yeah. It is a small thing, but it is quite significant quite, because I'm thinking yeah. about other films where there's been situations like that, and it is kind of it is so small we blink and you miss it. Yeah. Yeah. But when you think about it, she is kind of... Considering he's the one who's had the, the, the training and everything he's, else. You know, yeah, yeah. Retired, he's got the backstory that we know about. She's it, yeah. coping really well. And I yeah. think that's kind of... It's another part of this film that's different enough from what you expect to make it stand out. Not and when... Just,
0: also, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was just saying, like, not
1: just like, the yeah. way the zombies act, but little bits like that. And now you've kind of shone a light on it. It makes sense to yeah, me. Yeah,
0: yeah. And in the truck as well, when she, she starts making decisions, because she's looking after the kid. Yeah. Um, and then she says, listen, you do it. I'm going to drive. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I need you to do this for me, and yeah. he and he has to stop driving. He has to get up and he has to do it. And he and she starts driving, and that's when we get the scene with the gun and all of that. And it, that's the thing. They're a kind of unit. Those those two as a husband and wife were brilliant. And you know, credit to that actress playing it in such a way. Yeah. Um And but it was it was little things like that that really made it for me. And I'm not again not going to make out that this is a you know great feminist film. But it was stuff like that that I I really appreciate.
2: At no, the I moment think I think that's a good spot
0: because it's at the forefront of my mind. Yeah. Um, I really I, I like those moments. And also when when she was she then does get attacked, mm. um which which is implied is sexual, but never never is explicit.
1: I thought it was a bit unnecessary.
0: I I mean it it jarred for me because I just liked <laughs> the yeah, thing that happened before. Um, but when I was thinking about it, I was like, to be fair, it was never implied. So this is when she gets attacked in the supermarket by yeah, those yeah. two guys, right? Um, it's implied that it's for sexual reasons, but you know, it's not gratuitous actually. Mm. And I think that's that's similar for the way the zombies are done because it's not a gory film. No, it's there's not. There's not a lot of gore at all, mm. which I credit it for because I, you know, I think that would have been unnecessary. Yeah. But it told me everything I needed. I knew they were dangerous. I knew. I didn't want to be anywhere near them, and they were disgusting, and it was horrible, and it evoked that reaction Gore does, mm. but without being explicit. And I think that scene's another good example because it's an implied sexual threateningness, yeah. Um, but it isn't, and also he doesn't he doesn't then run in and save her. Do you know what I mean? I was expecting him to come up, pull him off, punch one guy,
1: headbutt the other. What I did like um, at the end of that as well, and kind of going on from that when the. Oh, we can give spoilers because that's the whole point. Yeah, of yeah, yeah, But When uh, Brad Pitt shoots one of them, and that uh, policeman runs in, yeah, the, their reaction, like kind of Brad Pitt's reaction, like start put your hands up, hold the gun up. Yeah. Again, it's one of those subtle things that just shows he's had training. Training. Yeah, yeah. And I think that, I like the way that they kind of showed his background. In a very subtle manner, that he'd done all this before, but it never kind of explicitly. You didn't have that kind of he didn't put the gun Arnold Schwarzenegger commando yeah, yeah, like a helicopter comes down to their
0: ranch on the hills, like we need you back, Jack. They, he, uh... It's just
1: really nice and underplayed.
0: But a key thing as well, he didn't put the gun down. Mm. He, he he holds the gun up. Do you know what I mean? In that kind of, I don't need to put it down, but I've got it in a non-threatening manner yeah. here. But the really interesting thing about the scene before as well, he does exactly the same to the people attacking his wife. He runs over and he goes, hey, what are you doing? And he puts his hands up to show he's not being threatening, still holding it, do you know what I mean? And that was another thing I really mm. liked, is that he didn't come in gun ho I'll save you, honey. <laughs> Let's get rid of these rapists. It sounds silly, but if you watch it, it happens yeah. all the time. And he just comes over and is like, hey, what's well, you know?" Holds the gun up. And, I, again, can't remember exactly how, it, um, I mean, we're talking seconds now, so talking about how it played out is tricky. But it was another thing I liked. He'd had training; he knew how to deal with the situation like mm. that, and so did his wife. To be honest, she definitely put up a run. And when one of them goes for him, he does shoot him. Yeah. Um. And the impo- yeah. And when the policeman turns off as well, the policeman He yeah. f- just starts I mean. grabbing the baby milk and starts things, things like the baby that. Food. Yeah. yeah, that was brilliant as well. It just it runs was. straight past and doesn't f- yeah. f- grab the baby food. But yeah. I think it
1: was. A, it was. Um. It was one of those tropes of the yeah. zombie films to go to the supermarket and get loot in, and it was kind of the whole. Her getting it attacked, I expected. When there was that kind of lingering camera shot yeah, on the guy in the I really didn't like it, in but... the baseball cap, it's kind of, I'll take it. You know, there it's was a zombie enough... film. I'll expect I'll expect that to happen.
0: But this is the thing: there was enough jeopardy and peril that you didn't need that scene. And in many ways, it would have been more interesting given the thing they'd set up for. I I thought it was going to be the other way. I thought it was going to be a switching bait because there's the bit when the guy comes out with the gun, at the thing and i thought great she's going to save... yeah. come and save him she's going to come and save him you know what i mean you thought she was going to get attacked it's going to be the other way around i don't know um, i
1: i think it wasn't i don't think it was a bad thing because i mean look at what we've been talking about because yeah. of that scene there was a lot of subtle little things that you knew about the characters because of how they reacted yeah. to that so in its own way, it served the purpose, but the purpose wasn't "oh, people are shit." You know, yeah. as soon as things happen, everyone gets all rapey and redneck. Yeah. But it just kind of—it's a chance to find out a bit yeah, more yeah. about the characters and how they dealt with it. Which was so early on in the film. Again, it was a very clever way to find out that bit more about them without explicitly saying, "Again, I'm special forces. I yeah. know how to handle a gun. I know how to handle myself with authority."
0: But I think I think it is important also to say that it did jar for both of us. Um,
1: I'm not going to say jar, but I kind of I saw past it. Yeah, I saw yeah. it for what it was, um, and
0: actually, uh, yeah, that was you know good to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously the next the next thing is when they're in the in the apartment. Uh, which yeah, um, which I think to be honest was was fine. It was quite a short yeah, quite short stuff, but the getting to the helicopter the second day was uh was really cool. But something in that scene happened that frustrated me a little bit. So there was the jump, the, you know, all the stuff. The tying the kids together and tying the kids to the mum. Mm. Brilliant. I was yep. like, she did that as well, so that was cool. I was, you know, all on board for that. Yep. Taping the book to his arm. That was genius. Like, I was like, why have, why have I never thought of that?
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it I was, was like... <laughs> brilliant. I was like,
1: that was just, you know, when he taped, yeah, yeah like a thick magazine, taping it round his forearm so he wouldn't get a bit. And I remember seeing it and think... That's a fucking good idea. Yeah, like, I'm going to incorporate that into my zombie plan... Because like, that yeah. is genius. And I
0: was just like... Duct tape, I've got that. Uh, a book, I've got that. <laughs> got the complete works of Shakespeare up there. You'd have to gnaw for quite some time... <laughs> to get through that. Um, um, I'm going
1: to just jump ahead a little yeah. bit in the film... And this kind of... Ties into that. It's one of the themes. Going a bit later on in the film... When um, um, they're talking about the outbreak in this film universe they know about zombies yeah yeah they know what zombies are it's not That's like true. what it, you know you see a zombie film like what are the dead yeah, rising yeah. from the ground they know zombies they use the word zombies so at that point when he's taping it up it's the first indication that they know what this is they know yeah, how yeah. it works and
0: And I think that's a heavier theme in the book, isn't it? Who covered it up and so, you know... The book is nothing like the film. I mean, I
1: tried to read the book and the book is really good, but... But um...
0: it's a a theme of the book, that's what I'm saying. Like Fight Club, which is another Brad Pitt film that's an adaptation of a book, is very different. The film and the book have very different stories, but very similar themes. Mm. So I wanted to get your spin on this as to whether the themes were the same, but the story was different.
1: I think... um... The film, the actual film, would stand on its own two feet if it wasn't related to to a book. book. Now, um, for anyone who hasn't read the book, I'll throw some spoilers Mm. about that as well, but it is not a typical... I haven't read the book, so... Then you'll love this. Yeah. It is not a linear story. It is about four or five pages, and the way the book is kind of presented is an oral history of the zombie wars. So you get little mini-interviews with this, uh, this author... Um, this kind of third-party author having conversations with people who uh, were involved okay. with the zombie wars. So, so like to start off, yeah, yeah. So to start off, he's having conversations with um, some of the people. I think it's Korea, but he's really? chatting to locals there yeah. to get a bit of knowledge. And it's not key characters mm. as well. Like, um, there's one bit I remember when he's chatting to somebody in Korea who was involved in smuggling people in and out of countries. Okay, and you get little bits about it's dealt with like a history book almost and this guy who's was talking to again it's just mm. little interview format and he's saying like uh, the rich people, the people who can afford it, you know we smuggled those in like coach class, if you didn't have the money then you just have to kind of stay in the airplane hold and hope for the best and people were earning a lot of money by doing this, people smuggling they'd pay to get families in and out and it really fleshed out the story, I think yeah. what the film does is it takes that really well fleshed out, really detailed universe created by the book and then the film comes from that, that from, so yeah, yeah if you re- i mean i haven't finished the book all the way but i think if you watch the film and then read the book expecting to to have the film rehashed for you in print you're not going to get that it. but you're going to get i think the, the best part is you're going to get a lot from the book that isn't in the in film that kind yeah. of fleshes the world out but that's
0: that's what i i think if you're going to do a really good book adaptation of a film you need to kind of Go separate ways from the book almost like highlight the same themes, you know, be in the same world as the book, like you say, but kind yeah. of it's enough so that both things can coexist at the same time rather than yeah, exactly. I've read the book, why well, bother seeing the film? Or I've seen the film, the book just hats, ha- hashes it out in print. Yeah, being different enough but can both go from the same point. Yeah, that's quite cool, exactly. Um,
1: but I just kind of with the whole apartment scene. With the Portuguese family, I believe Spanish or Portuguese. Spanish or Portuguese, yeah. I, I'm really it. sorry to Alyssa that I can't tell the difference between the two, but yeah. it was, it was that kind of Latino. Yeah, yeah. Thing. But it was all right. I kind of, in my mind, I skip over that bit. Yeah. I like it. I'm. I think by that point, I was invested in the family and the characters. I didn't really want to care about anyone else. the little family. And yeah. that sounds like a really harsh thing to say, but when you've kind of, you know, from the start of the film, you've had these four people. Oh, the two adults. Was it two kids? Yeah, yeah, two adults. So you're getting to know this family, and I just wanted it. I just wanted to move on. I wanted more mm. zombies by this yeah, point, yeah. but I think again, it was nothing new or groundbreaking. You know, they hold up with a family, get some food, and then you know, a little later they leave. Mm. The fam the family were there. It's so like, oh no, we'll stay. We'll be fine. Boom, zombies. One bit I did like, and again, it's the little things that stick with you. Mm. They go into the house the apartment with the Portuguese family, they get settled down, first thing Brad Pitt does, goes over to the radio, starts scanning for channels, yeah, yeah. and I remember watching that and thinking, it was one of those things, and I don't know if it's, it's training, but it's it's something you'd probably do, he didn't waste time with introductions, he yeah, didn't yeah. have time for that, he didn't have time getting to know names, it's priorities. priority, my family's in danger, the zombies, I need to hear yeah, yeah. what's being broadcast. Again, it's such a small thing, but when you think back about it, it's like, it's, it is the first thing he did.
0: It's brilliant, yeah, yeah. I, I think it it shows a real... because in, in many ways, it was the thing Quantum of Solace was missing. Do you know what I mean? Zombies. Uh, well, yes. I mean, that would have livened <laughs> it up, certainly. Oh, God, yes. God, Bond in a zombie apocalypse, can you imagine
1: that? Oh, who would you use so money on? I well, think zombies the would... zombies from
0: World War Z, I think the money always goes to them.
1: I think the zombies from Dawn of Dead would turn James Bond into shit.
0: But anyway, we, we digress. Of course. And um Yeah, it was really cool. Like the the thing that annoyed me is when they're escaping onto the helicopter and the Portuguese family stays and all that, you know what I mean? The normal kind of getting through the zombie world stuff was going on. Uh he gets the blood in his mouth. Yes. Another brilliant bit, and he he runs out of the stairs because he's he thinks he's going to turn. He's you hear him counting in his head, you know, mm. 4,000 and he's just stood on the edge of the building, ready to jump, if he turns. And his family are like, "Well, what are you doing?" He's like, "No, get back, get back." Really cool. I mean, he knew he wasn't going to go because he's Brad Pitt, and we're 20 minutes in. Yeah. But again, a really cool scene, and you know, showing what he was prepared to do if necessary, which kind of comes back to what happens later on.
1: To me, that bit didn't make sense. It felt like something that was a good idea that never panned out.
0: The reason I think it was a good idea that never panned out is because once he does it, he goes, I'm not turned, I'm fine. You're like, he's immune.
1: Yes, and then when you watch it later on, you think you know why he's immune. Yes,
0: and you think you know why he's immune, and you also think um, he's going to do something about that. He's like, fuck it, I'm immune. Do you Mm. know what I mean? Take my blood. Find a cure. <laughs> Me and my family. It were sounds immune. very typical. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of forgotten, I think. And I c- again, we'll talk about this later on. I think, in many ways, it was possibly going to come back.
1: Yes. And we all talk about it later. Yeah, yeah. Your
0: thought is my thought. Mind
1: you, I, sometimes you just need a kind of
0: what's a, what's a politically
1: a duller tool. Yeah, yeah. As in, I spoke to my wife about this. Okay. And she. And she I'm really sorry to her that I've just described her as a duller tool. But by that I mean someone who doesn't think that that so also, much on it. Since we've I j said to her
0: since we've just, well, no, 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 I think the fairer thing to say about your wife, because we have talked about gender politics we don't want to shoot ourselves yeah. in the foot is uh we are so nerdy, it's unreal. That's true. And when we talk to your wife about films she just completely she's like why are you it's all yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean we're like that bit totally didn't make sense to me that is not realistic and she's like if you could hear yeah
1: I reckon if she rolled her eyes you'd probably hear it on the podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. she
0: was like there, it's all b-.
1: but the thing is in this instance I said to her um, yeah he got the blood in his mouth and like, it didn't turn and then it was completely forgotten and she just simply said well maybe that's not how it's transmitted and, and then like, me, oh, me and you go, ah! you go, oh.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. slap boy. Yeah, oh. yeah.
1: But you know what I mean? Maybe it's a case. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we what we're doing? We're taking knowledge we, think we <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. pill, and, and you need to remember, yeah. that, like this, this is kind of doing new things with zombies, and it's transmitted by a bite. Maybe it just isn't done by blood in mouth. It could be as simple as that. Yeah, It's yeah. not satisfying,
0: but it is. But it explains actually. it. But um, I was, so, it, it completely goes back, and I'm gonna, you know shoot you down for how you spoke about your wife Um, in that Iron Man 3 when I saw Iron Man 3 I heard uh, somebody else talk about it I can't remember who it was now and they were saying there's a definite point in the plot of Iron Man 3 where they give up and they stop believing it
2: Hmm. Uh, and they
0: were like I know it sounds really weird because I was sat there and then all of a sudden this thing happens I was like bullshit (laughs) (laughs) you know that's not real I'm calling bullshit on this now and then like he sort of was joking that he imagined his mate leaning over and going it's (laughs) <laughs> like a guy flying around in a suit <laughs> Do you know do you know how thick that suit would have to be to survive attack? And you're like, No, shut up, I believe that And it's true, there's a there's a moment in it there's a moment in most films that you give up on where you start off and you're like, Iron Man can fly, I believe that. Zombies are that quick, I believe that. Blood in his mouth. Yeah, I believe that. He didn't turn, he's not immune, and we're never going to talk about this again? (laughs) Bullshit! (laughs) Do you know what I mean? No, you're absolutely (laughs) right. People come back to life (laughs) and bite the living fine <laughs> yeah. you know i am i'm am, you tell me that's what happens in the universe fine don't then
1: treat me like an idiot it's like if you expect me to believe that <laughs> yes. you could know, bite people and tell me that <laughs> zombies you have to sell so it that yeah. a blood in mouth equals zombies. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. it's simple math i, I am teach not, this in yeah. schools i am not an idiot <laughs> um i know no i know exactly what you mean and it was a little because it was so powerful that it was ready to jump yeah it surprises me it wasn't brought up again but again yeah. i think we'll cover this later on in the
0: film. Um, now, after he gets saved and everything else, he then gets the main plot, you know, including the, the awesome zombies throwing himself off the bat. Yeah, yeah, which you've, you've mentioned. Beautiful. Um, is he needs to go around, try and find the source of the thing to find a cure. I know we're skipping over this, but it is very plot heavy. Yeah. Um, Completely understand why the wife, I mean, this kind of goes back to what I was talking about earlier on, why the wife stayed behind, Brad Pitt goes off. You've got two really awesome scenes, one in North Korea, where they land, try and figure out what's going on. You think you're on board. When that guy does the speech on the plane about Mother Nature being a serial killer, and like all serial killers, wants to be caught, I was like, this is amazing.
2: <laughs> no, this... I thought that was a little bit. Do you not
0: like that? No. I really like I But I think it showed his naivety.
1: Yeah, alright, I'll give you that. The but fact... I thought it was. Um, because yeah. Brad Pitt completely
0: doesn't respond to it, and it's just like you're a bit f***ing, you've got no idea. Which is exactly how I thought, but that's yeah, probably yeah. due to my, you know, subtle training and
1: army
2: background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he was like, you've got no idea. Like,
0: you're right, and you're, it's very interesting, but you've got no idea, do you know what I mean? Mm. Which is why I've got to come with you and I've got to leave my family, aren't I, with this idiot. Gets yeah. off the plane, it's raining, runs around with a gun, <laughs> shoots himself, <laughs> do you know <laughs> what I mean? And you're like, I'm, you know, it's a free-for-all, all is, you
1: know. I, I love that, and again, it's something I talked to my beloved about and she was kind of like oh that bit where that scientist just runs off the plane and shoots himself in the head that was really I thought she was going to say oh that was really rubbish or something yeah, yeah. so that was brilliant and I think I know why because it kind of it just helped it's breaking another trope Yeah, yeah. at the end world, of the day yeah. it's kind of like right the team's together, they've got the scientist, they've got the army guy, they've got the main hero, they're at the source of the action, they're going to run out, tear shit up, everything's going to be fine. Uh, oh, the scientist has just slipped on the way out the plane and shot himself in the head. It's that real, it gives you that feeling of hopelessness, really. Yeah. And, and you know you said earlier on where you kind of you get there and you think, what would I do? Mm. It is, because it's kind of like, in your mind, you're thinking, what the hell are they going to do? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, sure the they, you sure. think, what am I going to do? It's like. Well, what now? Yeah, yeah. Well, do you keep going? Do you go home? Like exactly. Um, and by that point, because in your mind you're thinking, "What now?" and you're kind of you're there. Yeah, processing yeah, yeah. Action's still happening on the screen, and you get that sensation of kind of the anxiety and yeah, the panic yeah, yeah. that you've got to react, you've got to do things now. You don't know what you're <laughs> doing, but just
2: move. But yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: And it's it's really cool. And uh, the scene in Jerusalem where they we where they come over the wall, you've all seen it. Uh, it's oh. incredible. Do you know, Like, whoever had that idea of, and the bit for me, the bit I love almost more than the wall shot do you know what I mean, which I'll call it uh, was the bus when all the zombies have come over the wall they're piling down, they're running at all the living people in the city so much so to the point where they, they all they like, I mean I can only compare it to footage of a massive wave again smashing into a bus and like spilling over the top yeah And that bit for me, I think, because do you know what I mean? I don't know how tall. Something of that scale Mm. is amazing, and I go, "Wow!" But it doesn't really hit home. Whereas I know how big buses are. Exactly. I know how heavy buses are. Exactly. And that complete that. Do you know what I mean? Uh, If if the Jerusalem Wall bit was the cake, where you're like, and the other thing, you know what's happening, and the people on the other side of the wall don't, and Mm. there's that real kind of uh, uh, yeah, that anxiety you were talking about, like now. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> type thing. um, And, but the bus really, really hammered that home. It really did. And
1: I know the bit you mean where they're just charging at it and the thing tips over. And they're spilling over the top. It's and just them using you know I mean? their bodies yeah. as weapons again. And I think that's kind of what makes these zombies feel dangerous and sets them apart. Whereas they are actually, they want to bite people. Yeah. And they really don't they give the smallest, smallest shits about themselves yeah, yeah. in the path to actually do it. And again, one of those scenes, they put it in the trailer, but it's things like that in the trailer that make you want to see this, yeah, yeah, yeah. as a po- and you're not going to think it's just another zombie film.
0: And those aren't the only scenes where you see that, but they are the ones that hammer at home in the best, so I can see why they're in the trailer, but I was worried that was going to be it. Do you know mm, what I mean? Yeah, Whereas yeah, actually, absolutely. Actually, it was really cool.
1: And the bit um, just on the, the Jerusalem wall, where they're just kind of... I'm just emotional yeah. yeah the bit on the truth when this starts and you see it build in and if you've seen the trailer you know what's coming okay, yeah so the actual trick of the movie isn't so much oh my god there's a human pyramid of zombies it's how it builds yeah and seeing it Yeah. and the kind of ferocity it builds at and it's not so much that it's seeing them swarm like ants yeah ants, rats whatever you want to call and it and the fact that
0: all those extras look all the zombies look different do you know what I mean? They oh, all yeah, look yeah. like a different person. It doesn't look like your, you know, a wall of it's your not generic copy and paste. It's yeah, not yeah, generated. exactly. Right. Um, and they're all moving in a similar but different. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And the the, the shot that stayed with me is the shot of that really gaunt woman. Uh, you know, the really gaunt zombie that was just walking into the wall that then heard the noise and turned, and she looked. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and there was again nothing gory. She didn't have half the face hanging off or mm. an arm missing and the veins coming out. She just looked like. She was; she'd been dead for a while, yeah. And somebody brought her back. Do you know what I mean? And that was, that was, you know, one of the things that stayed with me that I keep thinking about is that woman, kind of like that, and then her just getting lost in the swarm. You know, yeah. I uh, think
1: it, it was just so nice what they did. I mean, I'm conscious we skipped a little bit of was it career or Kuwait? Career, they were, but it's mo- they were the being mean, career with yeah. the army when they're in the prison. Just the briefest of touches on there. Yeah. I liked it. I really liked. And again, it's this film was breaking a lot of tropes. It was the army men, but it's not like goddamn special forces get that. You know, it yeah, yeah. was really just the way they dealt with certain things, like the soldiers. They wanted to know what was going on back at home. That was their primary yeah. concern, and you bought that. You felt that was real, even so much to the point. Actually, going out on bicycles.
0: That was cool. Like for a minute, I thought it was going to be, shit, but then. I, yeah, I kind to of. Be as quick as possible.
1: Quick and quiet. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um. Well, A couple st- of th- stomping, but yeah. A couple of things. Uh, I'll say the bit I really liked, and then the bit I didn't like. The Bit I really, really liked was when the the captain or the head of the squad gets bit. Oh yeah. And he's just kind of like, the guy's got is is looking at him through yeah. the rifle. He's going, he's like, "I got you, captain. Just say the word." Yeah. And he's like, "It's all right. I got this." And it was it's really kind <laughs> yeah of, yeah exactly. Of I'm choking up now, but it's really
0: touching. Well, they 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 behave like like most army men in. Zombie movies are dicks. Yeah. They turn up. They're like, yeah, we've got guns. Yeah, so exactly. Whereas actually, they were, they were like, we're, we're, we've been here. They're like. We, we've been here. We're, we'll, we'll do our job. Do you know what I mean? Like, there was this air of, we know, we're not going to make it, was it through It's kind of this, that but, begrudging acceptance. Yeah, maybe, yeah, Wasn't it that, that you kind often of... get in? The, I would imagine maybe is you'd often get in, or is what you what you read that soldiers go through in that situation, but yeah. not obviously a zombie apocalypse, but in battle of, do you know what, we can, you know...
1: They they just kind of knuckled that, and that bit yeah. there just brought it home. The one thing I didn't like, I thought it was a cheap trick when she used the phone, to, phone ring to ring him, and it was... I mean, there's. I mean, no, this film isn't perfect, and there are bits I didn't like, and that was one of them. I just thought you could have done it a different way. Yeah. By this point, and I'll be honest, by this point, at the start, I love the family, I thought they were great. It was around this point, when they're safely on the ship, yeah. I thought I could just take them and leave them. Yeah, yeah. They stop... Being, they're a are a footnote in the film yeah, from that yeah. point. On in fact, up until later on, when he writes, "Tell my family I love them," you forget. I'd literally yeah. forgotten they existed because they kind of at the start. She's a strong woman. The kids, you know, he's got a family. He yeah. loves them. They go on a boat. He goes off to Kuwait. That's quite emotional. But then she accepts it, which is a very mature thing to do. You know, she obviously knows what's going through that really ends the peril for them.
0: And it's so... It's so... What's brilliant is you hate the fact they've been split up. You you, you know what I mean? I can completely understand. She's got to stay, he's got to go. You know, you see... And it, they were, you were literally kind of weaned off them <laughs> in that you were like, I want to know what's happening to the family. Oh, bugger all. But I, I stopped caring uh, pretty uh, quickly. Yeah, yeah. Because I think... And the, the shots of them in the... By the time the phone rang, that was it.
1: The first time you made that phone call...
2: Yeah? <laughs> like... Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, the
1: first phone call they made was really nice because they yeah. both knew everything was yeah, yeah. Brad Pitt his world was turned into her world was turned into because they obviously didn't want them to be on there. There was that sort of comment that Soldier made saying, Oh, there's too many people, that's why the water tastes like jet fuel. Yeah. But when they had that phone call, it's I think it's what you do with the other half. You yeah, lie yeah. and you say everything's fine and you really got that. As soon as that phone call ended, I started to forget about the family. Yeah. And when they she made that phone call they seemed unnecessary. and It did seem... It, it kind of...
0: I th- I'll i call it... I'll say I think it was just a cheap trick. And also, I don't, I don't think she'd do that by that point, because she's established as, like, a... You know, a, sen- you know, I don't think she'd... You know, he says, look, I'll ring you. I'm clearly in the <laughs> shit. <laughs> you just, know? It's just a complete
1: break of logic. It's yeah. My, well, there's, my husband's in Zombie Central in the middle of a zombie apocalypse. Hmm. Now a good time to call.
0: And again, you know, it didn't didn't ruin it, but because everything after that point had been so solid, I think would be you know, in any other film you'd forgive it completely. Yeah. But setting yourself such a high standard and this is smack bang in the middle almost as well, you know, you um it was difficult. It, it you know, it's just something we know. So. Yeah, I
1: think as well. I mean, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, <laughs> I've got to say, why do the armies always insist on using mobile phones that don't text?
2: Yeah
0: or anything like that. But anyway, it doesn't matter. But it was just another thing that was, you
2: know...
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: the Kuwait bit was great. Yeah,
1: yeah. Kuwait, Korea, why do I keep Korea, saying Kuwait? Korea, I don't know why you say Kuwait. Uh, you will just have to find and replace on the yeah, podcast. Yeah. Find Kuwait, Korea, <laughs> 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 find all. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that was really good. I just didn't like the bit with the phone. At this point, I'm forgetting about the family. When it goes to Jerusalem and you see the swarm of zombies, the family, awesome. they're, yeah. they're dead to me by that point. i just completely out of my mind
0: so then we move on the the plane scene is one of the best I I thought they weren't going to do it once they were on the plane I was like I was like do you know what what?" I was like do you know what it would be great if they just fucking do you know what I mean how would you survive it but I was like you can't survive that so they were. what are we talking about here the zombies on the plane oh yes yes because I was like when they got on the plane I was like fuck you get an outbreak on that thing you are and you're in a plane and all that did
1: you not think it was that I want to call her Sonic, even though that's not her name. It's like Sangar or something. We've missed a bit.
0: Yes. Um. Don grabs that's, his wrist in an intimidating manner. We'll, we'll jump. Yeah. We'll jump back. But I thought they weren't going to do that because I was like, everyone is dead. If, yeah. if that happens, they're all dead, and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Uh. So I thought they weren't going to do it. But yeah, the important thing is that the, again, the family died. But I was because obviously I'd had the gender roles thing in my head. The female soldier. Who I took a bit of offence because I was listening to another review of uh, the film, and they uh, said, "Oh, he kind of gets this sidekick," and I was like, "She's not a sidekick. She was more badass than he was." Do you know what I mean? Second, that's it. Second, yeah, second. That's why I'm thinking it's Sagan. Sonic. Sagan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah second. But actually, I suppose there's no other way to describe her without spoiling
1: the plot of the film. Oh, this is a spoiler-heavy episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: I let it go, but I was, you know, I'm, I you know, hugely take offence. You know, going back to the thing about subject, not object, mm. do you know what I mean? She made her own decisions and acted, you know, on her own. She didn't... kind of wasn't fluent English, so she didn't say very much, which was a little bit frustrating. Yeah. Um, But actually, it was fine because of the context of the character it was fine it was you know i could get over it um but uh there's a bit in which she gets bitten and she gets bitten on the hand mm. uh basically and Brad Pitt without missing a beat cuts the hand off yeah and starts to wrap it up and this is another one of those scenes where you start you hear him counting again you know is she going to turn is yeah, she yeah, going to turn absolutely. and they've got her pinned down and the guy's got a gun to her head and you're like is she going to turn What's it, do you know what I mean and it's such a good scene and then you realise she's not going to turn and you're like
2: F-. do you know what I mean yeah, like...
0: yeah but you always kind of expect it because they'd alluded to
1: previously the fact that sometimes it was taken up to ten minutes yeah turn. yeah so you weren't sure if later on and that's why when we were on the plane
0: yeah. I was like she might turn and we're that was we're... my thought I think that's everyone's yeah. thought that was everyone's like, thought get, like she's dangerous do you know yeah. what I mean she goes on the plane play a Shoot her. Well, this is but you, but you. That's
1: what you're thinking. Though, yeah, yeah, it? yeah. You're and thinking. you were like,
0: "But I don't want you to shoot her because she's, you know, I've bonded with this woman who doesn't talk called Sagan, you know. Yeah. And it's the to the credits film. Um, to the credits film. <laughs> to the, the film's, film's credit. credit. Yep. we <laughs> are. Uh, it's still early. It's still only ten o'clock in the morning. <laughs> um, yeah, but you don't. But it's uh, yeah, it's cool. But the zombie when they're getting onto the point. Yeah.
1: I mean, just. The actual part where they get onto the plane—it's another brilliant. It's good when they were doing the shooting; they to really good effect. They showed the sweeping shots, on yeah, the yeah. not overused like in the yeah. Hobbit. Yeah, yeah. Dare I say it? Where I think in the Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings trilogy, there's so many sweeping and panning shots, you could literally get dizzy watching that film. But in this, they get—you know—it's nice. Sometimes it'll pull away, and you see all the zombies just cheesing it after the plane. But that the scene when they actually get onto the commercial plane as well, I think it works. Kind of had to, kind of suspend my disbelief at some points where, like, um, just you know, there's a zombie apocalypse going. This plane's about to take off, and the pilots are like, oh, some some guys just let them on, you know, in front of the plane. That's fine. I thought, you know, yeah, yeah. Well, they were, did have guns, pilot, and they were. Yeah, that's true. But if but I was yeah, that yeah. pilot, I would have <laughs> just taken just off. Go, yeah, yeah. I don't know these people. They mean nothing to me. But again, they get on the plane. The first aid with the vodka.
0: Yeah, that's a
1: good scene. It was good. You, could, yeah. you know, it was good acting that by was her. Intense. She yeah, did yeah. well, considering she didn't say much. Yeah, yeah. But you, you felt the pain. You know, she was down in that vodka, like God knows what. That little chihuahua kind of gave that implication that she might turn. something yeah. was there because you you'd see, the shot showed the dog barking, but you couldn't quite see what it was barking at. Yeah. So you assume it's her. Quick question: You know the bit where there's I'm not even going to bother saying spoilers. You know, you, you you get what you pay for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The bit where that zombie pops out—is it a toilet, or is it an elevator? I think it's the lift. I thought it was a lift, and I was talking to Jess about it. It's like, why would a plane have a lift? I'm like, well, I don't know.
0: Because you get on bigger planes, you have there's a lift that you can go down to the like the storage.
1: Right. Okay. No, I'll buy that. That makes sense to me. I only
0: know that because of executive decision.
1: (laughs) I saw that DVD
0: downstairs. Is that any good? It, it may be an audio commentary, but I today. was reading the back of it and <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just thought this is amazing. It's, it's ill seen, but yeah, I know that because they use. The, anyway, I don't know. Great really, effect, Yeah, I can yeah. imagine. Um, but yeah, that's what I imagined. That it came from. Because she pushed a button, didn't she? The bong. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, because it looked like she was going to go down to the cabin to get something. I oh uh,
1: yeah, I was thinking, why would you press a button? And then, that it? was
0: when me and you looked at each other. We were sort of like, because that's the point where I'd gone, they're not going to do it, they're not going to. Everything says it's gonna happen, and was head yeah. in hands, and we were looking at each other like, ah. Uh. And that's the thing, but it was better. It wasn't a jump scare because it was genuine tension. Do you know what I mean? I think
1: they—you knew it was coming, so Lo- you weren't going to jump at it.
0: Lots of people like jump scare is Kind of quiet, 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 quiet. Loud noise. Yeah, yeah. The the what is it? The Purge, the whatever the trailer was for the, the Conjuring. Is that what it was called? Yeah, that's right. You know, and I I hate that. It's it's the opposite of scary. It's the opposite of tension. You're just giving me a cheap adrenaline rush with a loud noise hmm. that will not affect me in two days. Do you know what I mean? Um, or even a an hour later. Whereas know. It's kind of like... So the best people... Red Letter Media, check them out. Uh, redlettermedia.com Best people to ever describe it. It's like when you walk around a haunted house at a theme park and you're like, I know stuff's going to jump out at me boing, you know, and a a kind of vampire comes out of a coffin, it's like, ah, 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 and you're like, ah, and then you sort of walk, you walk around, jump scares are the equivalent of that very cheap horror, and often in horror films, they're not done in, a you know, Paranormal Activity aren't done in, like, a scary house with cobwebs and things like that. It's done in a middle-class white prison house, where you go around and you're like, oh, the Paranormal Activity,
1: over. bad example. There weren't that many jump scares in that, I thought. It was more of the building... In the later ones, in the later ones. Sorry. Oh, well, by the time you get to
0: three or four of any franchise, they've gone for the cheap tricks. But you know what I mean? That's the example, whereas this film didn't do that. It had proper attention, because you knew stuff, the characters in the movies didn't, and things like that. And also, they're getting rid of the zombies once they were you
1: know i think at the point where segan and jerry yeah character, it's like, jerry or g- jerry. No, it was jerry it was
0: jerry but it, g sorry yeah. Like,
1: yeah crazy crazy spelling yeah but at the point where um they look at each other and he's got a grenade he's on a plane the zombies come yeah. in all the pieces are there and he kind of looks at segan and she looks at him like am i actually going to do this and the audience look at each other thinking is he uh, actually yeah, going to do this did. and then you're looking at the screen thinking are they actually going to do this? And then at some point, it's kind of like... The bit and before then,
0: though, that I really want to point out, because it goes back to my earlier point about subject and object and things like that, is... Um, I mean, again, you know, I can't hold it up as a feminist film, but it was something for me I appreciated having this world opened up to me all of a sudden. Mm. And this film being a really good example of do's and don'ts, do you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, uh, was when it starts to go to shit... Uh, things start, you know. Brad Pitt's trying to do his best. He's fighting off that zombie with the suitcase. Uh, do you remember when he sort? Of poof, yeah. Poof, and the thing, still the same one, is just still coming at him. Um, and she just, you know, you think she's a fucking goner because you don't see her. She's got the hand. She's hunched over, but she's got the pain together. She gets up, and you don't even see her do that. You just hear a gunfire, and then you see it's her, completely calm, completely collective mm. just taking them out like there's. Yeah. There's no tomorrow, and I re I really really like that. Is that she wasn't the the escort mission <laughs> in the video game yeah, version? Good, yeah. You know, look good after good Sagan. Malaging. Sagan's lost an arm now. You know, she's dead weight. Look after the woman. Mm. Who again? You know, uh, has quite asexual. Feet. I mean, she's definitely she looks womanly, but she's got a shaved head. She looks like a, a woman you'd expect to find in the army, and I really like that. She wasn't. Yeah. You know. Watch out for Debbie's big boobs and the, and the you know the hand that's missing. Do you know what I mean? She wasn't a blonde. Yeah, you kind of threw me that yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Her uniform know. doesn't zip up all the way. <laughs> do you know what I mean?
1: And then, uh, so, we've blown up the plane. The zombies have oh, gone no, outside. We haven't said it.
0: You know, and the, this is the thing. The look between them, I didn't feel was a kind of, am I going to do this? I was kind of, I saw it as a can I Can I do this? Are you alright? Do you know what I mean? Because he takes the grenade off of her. She's got the grenade. Mm. He takes it off of her and they look and, to my mind, they share a nod of... It's we're...
1: it's a heavy look, you know. A lot of people yeah. take it a different way, but you're absolutely but right. I a lot went through that we're look. We're mutually on board with this. Yeah, And he throws
0: it and they both jump down. And there's a hole in the plane sucking all the zombies out, which is pretty incredible. Uh, yeah. But...
1: I think my first thought, and it just sounds like a really stupid one, and it's kind of like... You can't throw a grenade on a plane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, that kind of incredulous... You're not allowed to do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think it's just because I couldn't really process... Yeah, what
0: had just happened. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's like, no, you can't do that. That's not right. But it was just... Again, I kind of bought it. I mean, thankfully, I've never seen that kind of thing happen, but I, I imagine that it played out as it should have. So everyone, all the zombies that were standing around, they got thrown out the side of the plane... Brad and Sagan got themselves strapped in. It, it was a very slow descent. And actually, um, when the plane crashed in Wales slash Scotland slash generic English country The watershed country night,
0: moment of the film, in my opinion.
1: I'll well, see what you mean about yeah. that. But when it crashed, yeah. I thought it was pretty convincing as well. Yeah, yeah, <sighs> you yeah. Know, it it, it hit hard. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it's there's no real way to get around something in a film where the only two survivors are the main protagonists. Yeah and there's no there's no real way to get around that it's a thing you know a big disaster happens the main character has to survive yeah but again i think by this point i was just so impressed with what i was
0: seeing that it was fine you'd let it go
1: it's not how much I let it go. It's kind of I felt I had to accept yeah, that yeah. certain
0: tropes had to remain. Otherwise, the film doesn't. Yeah. Otherwise, it's yeah. All bullshit, we need to accept some. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, They've got to do things. Yeah. There's no
1: way that that plane's going to crash, and you know the protagonists are both dead. The end. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks very much, shit lords. Thanks I for
0: 750. I'll see you later. I would have rather that, if I'm honest. <laughs> yeah. Yep. What do you mean watershed moments? So you knew nothing about the film's troubled production history.
1: No, and I'm kind of glad I didn't.
0: I knew everything about the the film's troubled production history. Yeah, I've just
1: been kind of having a peep on the IMDB, and it does say that uh, they rewrote the screenplay
0: in the middle of production to create a whole new third act, so L- this would be the start of the, the third act. And it's, up until that point, the film has completely been, I mean, the film was delayed by a year to rewrite the third act. This wasn't, you know, the only other film I know that's done this is Apocalypse Now. And that's Apocalypse Now, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. uh, I can't talk about the two in the same league. Um, they delayed the film another year, going massively over budget, to kind of bring in new writers to kind of come up with a better ending, and actually I think it really, really hindered the film, and it hindered it in a number of ways that I do want to get onto, but I'll talk about it in a plot sense first, is up at that point, everything have been has been about finding the source. You know, getting close to the source, finding out what's going on. Yeah. India, they say, India's where the source came from. It's going to be really difficult once you get there, but India, India's where it started. They talk about India on the plane. All of a sudden, it's literally like somebody said, we can't go to India anymore, we've rewritten the ending, we need to go somewhere cheaper. <laughs> Does anybody know a cheaper place to film? We can go to Scotland. No, nah, it's a bit too Wales. Fuck there. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt himself, you know, the most expensive... You know, it's a real giveaway that the most expensive actor to keep in never says the word Wales before they get there. They get all the other characters around him, partly in dub dialogue, the bit when the guy's on the plane, on the boat, sorry, on the satellite phone to him. You don't really see him say Wales. You hear it from afar. Yeah. And then the only time it's explained is by a helicopter... uh, by the plane pilot who's had the phone call that we don't get to see (laughs) do you know what i mean he opens the door and goes i've had a chat to somebody and he's told me that for the plot we can't go to india we need to go to wales and at that point i was like okay look i know there's been rewrites this is just me knowing about it you completely wouldn't notice it but to me the film took a real big kind of downward turn once they got to wales Because I think it just, it literally, it just dropped a standard in my book. Mm. Now, I don't think there was anything wrong with it. And I think it was a great, you know, as a zombie sequence on its own, it was fine. But the problem was, like I said, most things up to that point in the movie had been so watertight and solid. It was was brilliant. And that film, to me, felt like a B-movie from that point on. I could punch you. Really? Yeah. Uh, it didn't feel like a B movie to you at that point.
1: I think. I'm not going to punch you. Okay, right. <laughs> <which> is, <laughs> but I think it's a, my way of eloquently saying that I feel strongly about okay. this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really think Ignorance is Bliss. That's going to be the title of the I, blog I, that I was trying yeah, to. Yeah, because I think if people. You know, if anyone's listening to this and they haven't seen
0: the film, why? You idiot. Yeah, I you would know? never. That's why I didn't want to talk about this on the other one. But no, yeah. exactly.
1: But. I'm glad, you know, you listening to this and you've watched the film yeah. already because I saw it without knowing about the rewrite and it just kind of I was happy not knowing it. Yeah. It never, ever, ever occurred to me that at <laughs> that point on the plane that's when everything started changing, that's the watershed moment. Now I don't know if you were looking for it and that's why it was obvious to you, but I just kind of I completely bought it. Mm. To me it kind of said, Shit's happening, mm. you know, you gotta make a change of plan pretty quick, mm. sharp. I think because we're from the UK, yeah, yeah. it seems unlikely there'd be a WHO centre in Cardiff. Because yeah, you think, you'd... well,
0: just outside. No, no, they said Wales. They didn't say wet, but we know it's in near. He said Cardiff. Cardiff Airport. He was okay. going to. Oh yes, I suppose actually. Yeah.
1: So, um, I, I, kind of, I just bought it and I yeah. went along with it. And in fact, by this point, I was quite hyped that they were coming to the UK. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, well,
0: nothing... one of my one of the problems I have
1: with films is everything happens to America.
0: Yeah. My, uh, it wasn't that they were coming to the UK. It completely wasn't. Even though I noticed, I I knew. Do you know what I mean? Mm. We can't film somewhere that looks like India. Do you know what I mean? I did the movie maths in my head while watching it. Yeah. And I was like, I know why they're coming to the UK. Didn't have a problem with it. But for me, it was things like the quality of the zombies, although still scary, was not the same. They took a bit of a dip. Yeah. As they were before. And I know why that was because obviously to re you know to essentially another third of the budget if you you know to be silly about it. The zombies, kind of the way they moved, the way they looked. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And it was the time in which we got the most exposure. The bit when it's glass to glass, you know, with the zombie in the end, he looked. <laughs> in comparison, in comparison to the woman we saw, do you know I, what I mean? Yeah. Where I was like, "You look fucked <laughs> up."
1: And, now you're and, saying and it. His, I'm buying it. And but... his
0: gnashing and all that. Do you know? And, and, and like I said, you know, ignorance is bliss. You know, it mm. totally played for you. And I don't. I'm not trying to ruin your enjoyment of it or saying that you were wrong to, but. For me, and I'll tell you why it really bothered me, kind of after as well. Mm. <laughs> there is also the tiniest cameo <laughs> that we have to call that now by Matthew Fox. Oh yeah, that's cool. I like that. Um, because Matthew Fox, we you know we jump back to the family that the plot has hoped we might have forgotten about by now mm. because of the rewrites. They need to get the family off the boat because that happens in all versions of the script, and it would be too expensive to keep the family on the boat anymore. Mm fair enough so he turns up and he he's a you know a fucking well known actor probably quite expensive to keep hold of hmm. and he goes up to the family and it looks like he's about to say something really important and you're like I know he's going to say something really important because it's Matthew Fox and it's the biggest giveaway that the family were meant to come back into the movie more hmm. at the end and never do because otherwise why would you pay Michael Fox to read Michael one... Fox Matthew Fox sorry why would you pay Matthew Fox to read one line mm. and then shepherd the family into the helicopter? No, right I, think
1: you, I think you're right. And I kind of... Now I see it, I get it. But again, at the time, I saw you, it was you were Matthew fine. Fox. Yeah, yeah.
0: Because I pointed out to you, I went, that's Matthew Fox. And you were you were like, oh, yeah.
1: I, I really think... I honestly think that because I was ignorant in yeah. the fact it was rewritten, I enjoyed this film a lot more than I would have done if I'd If you'd known that, it. yeah, yeah. And I think... I almost feel... Frustrated, almost, that you kind of knew that, and I did in advance. And I wish you didn't know that, because I could have enjoyed. It. I think you and would have seen it differently. The thing,
0: like, there's a, you know, there's. I mean, we talked about Nikon being product placement.
1: Oh my god! There is
0: there is no product placement all the way through that movie. And if it is, it's unnoticeable. It's fine. It doesn't bother me whatsoever. You know, maybe Air India or whatever. It's I flight. think
1: Nokia on the phones maybe. Maybe, but do you know what I mean? Mm.
0: But you know, there's there's very kind of subtle, you know, paying for the movie product placement mm. that you you'd never notice. In the third act though, when sh hits the fan and we need new money and we're trying to film it again, there is a moment in which Brad Pitt drinks a Pepsi. <laughs> that if they if there isn't a World War Z Pepsi advert on T V <laughs> at the moment. I'm highly surprised because he stands by a vending machine. All the vending machines say Pepsi. He's holding what you can clearly see as a Pepsi, but they hide the logo for integrity or whatever at this point. I and mean, it's literally a. <sighs> oh, you no, know, come on. Do you know what I mean? It is not that bad. It is. It's, it's not so that bad. Do you know what? I've been. It's. It's. It, it, have you seen um, the greatest movie ever sold? Yes it's so that bad it's really like it really bugged me it is not me. come and on vending only...
1: machines usually have either coke or pepsi or something yeah like that I know or a big tango it's inevitable that's but the we way didn't they're need made that. we didn't need that
0: so I didn't need to see him get any drink or anything at all I just wanted to see him yes leave and... do you know what I mean it was so unnecessary and for a film that had been so watertight it had, had issues that we'd had you know, the zombies took a turn. All the things we loved about the film left in the zombies. Don't, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying you're wrong for liking it. It almost feels like you're bad-mouthing my
1: wife when that's you bad <laughs> this movie. And I, I'm not saying it's to be honest, you bad your wife enough. I, I do not. <laughs> I, I no, love no, no, my sorry. wife. In this podcast, in your... Oh, are, yeah. Oh, kind so of sure. magic of editing. Yeah. Like, so uh, there'll be no evidence of that. But I'm going to concede... <sighs> I don't want to. I'm going to concede there are certain bits towards the end which... Let's say aren't as good. Yeah, 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 And I think that's because my bar was set so high by the preceding the film. First film. Yeah, yeah. The zombies, they're not as good, but they're not bad still. No, no, I no, think no, because yeah, yeah. there's less of them. The power in the zombies is the fact that when they swarm, there's, yeah, they swarm. But I think when there are, well, there's less than, they say 80 zombies work there, but there are less than that. When there are less of them, I think that. Obviously that pa- is not going to have that same power yeah, of scale yeah. no, no, I... so you're kind of you're going back to
0: regular on but, but the point is in the budget probably in the original script do you know what I mean like I said there was no reason for it to be unnecessary <sighs> we can't review a film that hasn't been made completely fine but my review of the the problem the other thing as well is this film got me hyped for it a year ago right and then said no you're not allowed to see it now because we want to make it even better. Mm. essentially do you know what i mean or do you know what we've got the yeah. ending right and i was like max respect for a film that goes do you know what we want to we want to redo the ending we want to end strongly mm. but when i was kind of left with and this is what you came up with i felt a bit you know uh, i it just it but the thing we don't know what the ending was before for the well, other and one, it could have been a lot worse it would be yeah completely but at least maybe at least it would have had it would have been up to, if i don't know like I completely agree with you. The ending mm-hmm. we've got is the ending we've got, and I'm fine with that. I thought I loved it. when they're creeping through the corridors.
1: Maybe when it's on Blu-ray or DVD, there'll be the alternative ending. We'll when, have a look at that then.
0: When uh, when they're creeping through the corridors, when Sagan is with them, which I thought was brilliant, because I was like, they're totally going to leave her behind because she's a woman with one hand. But when she comes and she's got the she baseball took the bat, gun. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. Like, said, yeah, that's
1: too loud, and she takes the gun. and It's kind of like. Yeah, I'll buy
0: that. Do you know what I mean? obviously, she's a soul. Yeah. I love the creeping through the corridors. I love that we've got to be quiet or we're going to disturb the dormant zombies. Do you know what I mean? I, My feelings didn't change about the movie at all. Mm. But knowing what I know, and actually, I was going to, I was, my, the, the conclusion I was trying to come to in the blog, but I couldn't come to was, was it my fault because, did I hinder my own enjoyment of the movie because I found out so much about it before I watched it? Mm. Or um, did did the fact that, the movie, you know, the film was so keen to publicise it before it was finished, publicise the fact they were going to, you know what I mean? Mm. The only reason I could get access to that information was because the studio would put it out there and if it was going to hinder my enjoyment why did they put it out there for me in the first place? Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? So I was struggling with that kind of do you know what I mean? Because I'm a big believer in not I try not to watch too many trailers I try not to read too many reviews before I go. My eyebrow is so quizzical right now yeah, like, I mean, I'll I'll know, like, if a movie is in production, mm. you know, i will I like to know who's going to be in it, who's going to make it and all that, but just knowing the name of, you know, knowing J.J. J. Abrams is going to make the new Star Wars and knowing who he might cast doesn't tell me what the end product's going to look like. Okay, no, that's fair and enough. And so yeah, yeah. with Star Trek Into Darkness, for example, I knew, you know, Benedict Cumberbatch was going to be in it and I, you know, I knew that it was the same cast returning and all that, mm. but I purposely didn't watch too many trailers or read too many reviews, you know to try and go in with an open mind so you know reading the stuff about the production history i didn't think was going to affect my viewing of the film so much mm. because i thought it would be more seamless than it was yeah does that make sense and i thought my knowing of oh didn't the third ending you know oh did you think the third ending looked tacked on because it was changed blah blah, blah. what i didn't realize was that it was going to bring I get the uh, I get the impression that actually, and this is a guess on my part, that was like the third or fourth idea, mm. and they'd actually started filming, the other three or four decided it wasn't going to work, and so the budget was getting less and less and less. I think, um, but it was still. Don't get me wrong. I love no, the movie. Absolutely. I'd recommend it to anyone, and it's a great ending for what it was. I think, but um, I think you can understand what I'm saying. Absolutely, and I think also. I mean, I
1: want to get ba- back on plot a bit more, but yeah, yeah, I yeah. think it is a testament. To, like you said at the start, how this film sticks with us. Yeah. That you feel so passionately about it that you you want those details. You wanted it so much yeah, yeah. right. And then I feel so passionately about it that I've kind of like, I've almost gone the
2: blinder. Yeah, yeah, of, yeah. I will hear no wrong about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But,
1: thing. but we're both right in so much that yeah. this film really hits hit that and hard. And, yeah, yeah. But um, just to kind of bring yeah. it back to the plot. So we're in. Um, and we both said about this, and we love this. We're in uh,
0: Wales, <laughs> yeah. where apparently no Welsh, Welsh people no live, live speaking or no, accent n- people live. No, not at all. They're, they're and ain't... that's fine. I didn't complain that we didn't see any North Korean people in North Korea. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? I thought about that after. And the, <laughs> yeah. North, the North Koreans must have sat there going, What? You know, you know what I mean? I didn't complain that actually, you know, I mean, the, the people who were in Jerusalem looked like they were from that part of the world, but... I didn't hear anybody speaking. Do you know what I mean? Well, no, that,
1: absolutely. Right now you say, it. I don't remember seeing any um, any Koreans in Korea. Also,
0: no Korean landmarks, which I had, I liked, but well, it was at night, you know, yeah, yeah. who. But anyway, a dark set, a so in the So everyone in the set. there are Americans everywhere is all we can say about that. Oh yeah, everywhere. They around. mostly don't get eaten by zombies. Yeah, that's true. Brad Pitt especially the arrives. attractive ones. Yeah, yeah.
1: But um, in Wales, what do we say at the end? Like the bit where they're doing the huge human pyramids yeah. anywhere. It's just the foundations of Welsh people. Yeah, yeah. That's the only place they
0: can be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we're in Wales. All and... 80 of our Welsh staff were sent <laughs> yeah. to the sea. Really, that's a bit clear. No questions, please. <laughs> anyway. And also
1: there's a couple of ge- geography questions. It's like, yeah. Yeah, Cardiff. And then they're walking through like this sleepy town. And yeah, I admit yeah. maybe the plane didn't make it to no, Cardiff. I all that. Yeah, yeah. But if you look geographically where Cardiff is and where they're coming from, I mean, you've got, like, the M4, you've got Newport, you've got some
0: pretty big... It was just things like that, do you know what I mean? It just felt like... It's the American version of Wales. And, and do, you know what, do you know what I mean? And the reason it's like that is because I, I bet you somebody looked at it and said, look, we need to crash this, do you know what I mean? Can we crash the plane into a motorway? No, this is the second ending. You've got no fucking money. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, pretty much. You, you, you can have green acres of space and the plane will crash, you know, we've yeah, already no, edited... The one we've already got teams of people CGIing the plane crashing in India, mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know. Because as well, when the plane blows open, that sky doesn't look like we're in Wales. <laughs> I like
1: to imagine that maybe they had like a hundred Indian extras ready yeah. to go in makeup, and then like somebody just comes through with a loud hand and say, "Right, sorry, do, are, do any of you speak Welsh? No, all right, you're out."
0: I mean, how this is the thing that to me, though, I was like, do you know what, how bad was the other ending that you? that you shot this one on such a low budget does that make sense I was kind of like completely I cannot judge a film that we didn't see you're taking the words right out of my mouth there right but I was to me I was sort of like I really want to know because I was like how bad could it be that you thought no let's reach. anyway it doesn't matter we'll take it face Facebook yeah, yeah, yeah. so they're in Cardiff um uh, it's always a
1: thrill for me when you see like places you know yeah. yeah exactly things that are familiar even if it's just the license plate the way the house is yeah. like, you know it's always a thrill when you see uh, Sagan and Brad Pitt yeah yeah what? so Sagan and Jerry you know we keep kind of using yeah. the actor's name for one and the character for yeah, the other well, well, I'm sorry whoever that is Pitt, place, he oh, is Brad Pitt in Brad Pitt but uh, it's so, all shit <laughs> <good. laughs> yeah <laughs> no, sagan's, sagan's not bullshit. really in it yeah exactly. In fact, the only thing i believe is real life, i believe sagan is real life. Yeah, real life yeah, exactly. but Brad Pitt actor all the rest. Well, maybe um, that
0: shows how much of a better, more you know, by by the third act, mm. with the rewrites and everything, we were more into. We Don't acts. Okay. it It's
1: like I say, I just feel so strongly yeah. about this film, okay. and it's just this bringing back flashback memories of being rewritten. Mm. But they're walking down the street in Cardiff. Yeah. Bunny ears. Cardiff. In Wales. To in be Wales. That's general, yeah. in the UK. Yeah. 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 So they're walking down the street in the UK. They
0: find the World Health Organization building. It turns out Malcolm Tucker works there, <laughs> yeah. which was the bet. I was like, <laughs> yeah. off the f**ing off <laughs>
1: <laughs> What does this look like? Charity. <laughs> 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 we might have to edit out that bit from oh. the uh, the podcast. Oh, is it that little C bomb you dropped there? Did I? You did. Ah, uh, no. Uh, uh, we'll bleep it. <laughs> we'll, we'll put some humorous bleep in there. <laughs> Boing. <laughs> <laughs> I just cut that bit and paste it so over the that was,
0: top. Well, we'll actually put Malcolm Tucker <laughs> over <laughs> the top of me. I his Malcolm Tucker was pretty spot on. Did I drop a C bomb? I'm really sorry, Mum. I'm sorry. If you've
1: never seen the thick of it, which my, I assume is what my
0: mum like. won't watch, World War Z, therefore she'll never listen to this <laughs> <Yeah>. podcast. <laughs> so I'll be fine. And <laughs> to everyone else, I'm this just parents sat I'm with young sorry. kids Could listening you to the World War Boys Z. Review? Someone has tuned in for a, like an hour and twenty minutes to listen. To <laughs> break the scene down, <laughs> break the film down, scene by scene. And They've gone, ah, oh, yeah, it's really true. Was that a c word? <laughs> no. Pause to this. Unsubscribe. <laughs> anyway.
1: Oh, it's, I just I can hear the stats drop. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so they go to the World Health Organization. I really liked, and again, this is kind of me coming in with no knowledge. I think, in fact, I'll go as far as to say, and I know this may not, you know, sit well with you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I thought the ending was done considerably, really well. Mhm. Yeah. I think it was. Everything made sense. And I've said it to you, I said it to you at the time, and I'll say it now. Everything felt precise, regardless of what endings were. Yeah, yeah. There was, a, I think what this film had, which I really appreciated, there was logic. Things happened and things made sense. There was, I even remember saying to you at the time, there was nothing fluffy. Yeah, yeah. And I think the, the part in the WHO as well, It it felt like it made sense. Yeah, yeah. Everything
0: happened, you'd expect to happen. It was... It was completely the same group of filmmakers yep. that made the phenomenal stuff we'd loved it in the beginning and the middle. Yep, absolutely. That were making the end. But the problem for me was is like I said, the kind of why are you constraining those people? Do you mm. know what I mean? And those people's judgment up to now has been good. Yeah. I feel like I know it's a really kind of an a massive assumption to make, but I feel like a studio stepped in somewhere and said no to a group of people. I really wanted to see them finish what they'd started. Yeah. Yeah, um, right.
1: Well, it's actually it was produced by Brad Pitt's company, uh, Plan B. Plan B.
0: So that's the that's why I'm also confused mm. as to where where the issue comes from. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Because if it was Brad Pitt making a Brad Pitt vehicle, which it was also, awesome. but he has said that he'll never make a big budget film again, which also really upsets me. Mm. Because the same thing happened with I mean, well, Sean Connery and no one's crying about that but, you know, big studio film, got screwed over, it wasn't what it was, Mass, you know, again, we'll talk about the money side of this film in a minute. I'm all right, yeah, alright. Yeah, uh, it confused me, but yeah, go on, sorry.
1: Um, no, I was just going to say, I think um, the introduction of the new characters, with the staff who work there, um, again, none of them Welsh, but yeah, I'll buy that. Um, more specifically, the sports staff as well. Mm. Like, the main guys, uh, was it Malcolm Tucker, the Scotsman... Scotsman and the other guy, the other vaguely um, Portuguese-looking fellow, actually. He's probably in the Indian ending and they couldn't cut him out for a couple <laughs> of reasons. Just... So they gave him a British accent.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying.
1: It could be. So, yeah, I, they were alright, but the support staff, again, like I said about the logic, it made sense to me. They reacted how yeah, yeah. I'd expect them to react. I think... Um, Professional people in that environment. Yeah. yeah. Brad Pitt's leap of... Um, super spoiler, if it's a palliative disease and it makes you immune... It made sense how we got there was a little bit of a leap for me for just seeing people weren't yeah. attacked. It was like, Hmm, maybe these people are terminal where they could have been many hundreds of
0: thousands of things. If again, it felt like we'd missed a step somewhere. Like, where's the family's gone? How is he coming up with these like do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm sorry. But again, yeah. it was the way it was explained
1: as well. It wasn't well. he did not yeah, pull yeah. out his ass. It was not War of the Worlds ending. No, 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 yeah, like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, the bacteria, yeah, yeah, it's just, just completely don't talk about same it, Same talented filmmakers on exactly yeah. the same thing. It's yeah, like, yeah. well, yeah, this thing is a virus, and, you know, like in the wild, where mm. uh, animals will leave diseased carcasses, and things like that, and it was part of zombie lore that was new to me, but I could buy into. Mm-hmm. Because then I, it got me thinking about zombies weren't just mindless... You know, mm. brains. Yeah, it yeah. Wasn't yeah. That. There was actually a purpose, which and made them more intelligent. Yeah yeah, 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 exactly.
0: And a purpose is a swarm.
1: It was like, it was yeah. think of it. It wasn't like a zombie virus. It was like actually more of a parasite. Yeah, really, yeah. that these people who were infected, their infection wanted to spread and was mm. making them do what they wanted to do. So again, I really liked the logic that got to that point. That big, this is what we do. And then by that point, I knew enough about Brad Pitt's character that I bought what mm. he wanted to do as well which was to go, and he wanted to go, he wanted to go and get the deadly diseases mm. and to briefly jump forward, he wanted to actually, it came to the point where he had to mm. do it on himself, give himself the disease to get out alive, but that kind of build up to it, as you've mentioned, if I was being super critical, it did feel maybe like a forced stealth section, mm. if we were talking like, you know, video game tropes as well, it's like, right, we've got to be very, very quiet, yeah. you know? We're
0: hiding from some zombies. Exactly.
1: And the bit where they've kind yeah. of got to dash across. Yeah, yeah. It was all right. It was good, you know? It was tension building. proper yeah, yeah. uh,
0: tension it, as well, like... It was good, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: The tension... I'll give that ending, actually, that whole ending. The tension was completely as it should be. They, were, they, they can do tension, appropriate tension, like you say. They're not jump-scaring you. Mm. You kind of... You feel... There's, there's that kind of, again, and you can't get away from the tropes, the move, like, oh, I just you know, Jurassic Park, I knocked a label yeah, yeah, over, yeah. oh, whoopsie oh,
0: we've didn't we crawl through that sense of dong, <laughs> yeah sorry, <It's> like, this <laughs> door's like eh.
1: pause this door's still creaky <laughs> pause <laughs> eh. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, but
2: yeah but you can't
1: get away from that, and it's mm. just going to happen and again, you know, we want what's the alternative they make no noise get the disease happily ever after
2: yeah
0: completely and you've it, got to have that conflict haven't you and then the film ends he you know he figures out what it is you know it's camouflage mini montage of how the rest of the world's doing
1: I don't know that bit when he's in the vault though is it the vault where yeah, he's getting well, the disease the just that bit the, where he writes tell my family I love uh, literally at that point I was like oh yeah that's right he has a family, family yeah. yeah
0: but again that could be it's not just Sagan uh, well you know but uh and I thought I thought he was genuinely going to write which one do I take and they were going to like move the camera like up and I down. I thought here, they yes. could move the oh, camera. No. Yeah, yeah. To do that, where they do the shake of the dog I, be... I thought that would have been cool. Do you know what I mean? Like you know, what, uh, tell my family I love them. And then he, they go, oh, which potion do I take? I like then? the fact that it's um,
1: just a little bit, was, and I think it's just kind of like a bit of the B movie side that I love. Oh, if he took if he takes one out the left oh, box, yeah. he's going to be dead. And they're all mixed up, and it's kind of like
0: it's not a clever trick but, but it's, it's kind fine, of like yeah, it's a yeah. bit of
1: oh has he got the right one
0: um uh, but the, and the other he walks straight past them <laughs> do you see that he, he walks straight past, past them pit. no no it's sun. yeah yeah exactly <laughs> uh, uh well that that he keeps repeating like once he's got out he's so ecstatic he yeah. just repeats what he's just seen and what we've all just seen he yeah did but you don't understand that he just walked <laughs> <Yeah>. straight <like laughs> past him. It's because he's got the thing and the thing and
1: the. I throw you picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, the the teeth, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, it was, it was that good. was kind of a new. It was different, you know. Mm. Yeah.
0: That kind of tick because they move twitchy and yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. But that
1: last. Oh, let's not sing about the Pepsi. Uh, we talked about the Pepsi <laughs> can. Yeah ah, yes, this one's for you. Yeah, exactly. But just the bit at the end where he's he's kind of, he's walking and even the down on, the corridor. Sorry,
0: even the look on Brad Pitt's face says that he didn't want to do that. Do you reckon? Because <laughs> he doesn't look, he doesn't look, you know, <sighs> he did yeah. not look happy about having to do that
1: bit anyway. Well, the price he paid being a famous actor, yeah. I guess. But uh, no, when he's walking, just that final bit, he's walking down the corridor, the zombie's coming at him. And the, there's some music playing there and it was perfect and it was just a really beautiful moment Mm. I really liked it I thought that was quite a powerful scene this guy he's finally you know that he's going to be fine because he just walked past that other zombie but it's just there's something about it it's just kind of it was that moment when you think he's done it yeah yeah. it was that kind of the release the relief at the end of the film the kind of the oh you know (laughs) You've done it, everything is good. Yeah, Yeah. no, I really, And really... by that point you start to come down a bit as well, and you've been kept on the tension high, you've kept the plot, and you start to
0: settle down. He goes back to his family. Yep. We've got camouflage. Yep. The world isn't over. The war isn't over, sorry. Yes, uh, I like that a lot. Know, we've still got to do, do you know what I mean? We don't know where the virus came from, blah, blah, blah. Loved it. Never going to be a sequel. Really? Yeah. Why? Won't make its money back. W- why? Because... Uh, it... yeah, without rehashing old ground, they've spent a lot of money doing yep. the endings. Well, I don't because to, in order to be financially, in order to be as financially successful as a movie, it will mm. need to make back over half of what it costs to make. Does that make sense? So they'll need to make their money back and some in order to. If you find out how much they spent on it in the end, that'd Let's be really interesting. Um, because, like I said, with you know, with any film, the movie maths is if it just makes its money back, it's not a success Okay. Um, and right. actually, I think the thing it will do is, on DVD it will make its money back however, it'll never make enough uh, that they'll warrant being a sequel and if ever there was a franchise and a book a, you know, a franchise about zombies, you know, proved with The Walking Dead that there's loads of places you can take it that there should be a sequel the it's stuff. this yeah and I don't think there will be because of the money issue. I would love there to be, and if there's a studio out there that wants to prove me wrong, who I'm sure is... Because <laughs> right now, in... Paramount is thinking it would yeah. prove him wrong. Mother, <laughs> where does he live? Versus <laughs> uh, yes. C-Bomb and now this? Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Alright, um, well, to answer your question, the budget is a few estimates. Roughly 190 million. Uh, opening weekend in the USA was 66 million. What else we got? More numbers back here. So as of the 25th of June, as of five days ago, uh, it's done 82 million. So it's coming up to roughly half the budget. Don't shake your head at me like that. It's never gonna happen. It's not doing brilliantly. No. But, but I th-
0: think this is a film that's going to do well on. I reckon if you, I reckon you could have said it was if you, you could have lost. I don't know. It's quite hard to say how much budget, how much of that budget went towards. Can I throw in a prediction on this it, one? Go for it, yeah, yeah.
1: I think this movie is going to be, in some way, a poster child for 3D Blu-rays. I think there is a lot in this film... We didn't see it in 3D. No, 3D, no, no. We, should throw I'm very, we just saw it in 2D. I'm very happy that. And I don't think it that. took a lot away. No, yeah. but I, think, I don't need to get
0: anything away, personally.
1: I think um, some 3 D. I, Well, this is a whole new... Yeah, different, yeah. Um, so, I think as long as they do it right and they do the conversion over to mm. Blu-ray, I think if I had a 3D TV or in fact if I went into my local Curry's or Dixon or whatever, isn't in administration at mm. time of speaking if I went into one of them <laughs> and they were playing uh, this, especially the scene where they're coming over the bus, yeah, yeah. jumping on the helicopter if they're playing that in 3D I would love it and I think it'll do well in DVDs and Blu-rays but I think there's a lot in that film because it's not the 3D where things come out your face yeah yeah like I remember the depth, seeing the final of, destination, yeah. the first three D film I ever saw, and that is just basically spikes coming at your face, and it's like oh, you know, and you kind of recoil back. I honestly think, and I'll accept I may be wrong, I think this is going to do well on the DVDs, Blu-rays, and especially three D.
0: Oh, I I completely I completely agree yeah. with you. It'll find its market on my my prediction is exactly the same. Yeah. But I I second that with a kind of making, I mean, let's say two hundred million. Is what it needs to make to make its money back. Yeah. It needs to make 250 million. No, no, no. It needs to make 300 million, really. You know, its budget half added on, in order to be a success. And I don't think it's going to make over 200 million on DVD sales alone, or on Blu-ray, on your 3D DVD, whatever. I don't think it's going to make that back. Mm. I think if it makes its money back, if it reaches that sort of 200 million mark. Strong chance of a sequel, but even then, it's a big risk for a film that was such a tricky production and you know forced the star Mm. to not want to be in Hollywood movies. I
1: don't think I'd mind if it didn't have a sequel. I think I'm happy, I will take this as it is. I mean, I wouldn't, I don't think Zack Snyder, Chris Nolan, and Brad Pitt would all be together and be on form to do a sequel. I, I, why would Zack Snyder and Brad Pitt uh, and Christopher Nolan need to be involved? Christopher Nolan produced it.
0: What was he? He was a producer. Was he? Yeah. No, he wasn't. Yes, he bloody was. Sorry, we're we we're we're staring <laughs> at IMDb together. Um, oh, where is that? Full cast. Go to cast and then full crew. Down, 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 down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you how are you doing there, listeners? <laughs> is this is this exciting <laughs> podcast entertainment? So directed by Mark Foster. Uh, Foster. Foster. There's, there's no on. on
1: it. I do apologise. It's like it's like reading things with a child. Produced by. He's not on the list. I'm sure Chris Nolan has something to do with this. Nah
0: I think they also fired their d- director of photography. Right. Keep talking. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I completely agree with you. If there's not a sequel, I'm not going to be upset. But if if it had a strong ending, uh, and there was ever a kind of franchise like this that could have a sequel. It was this, and it won't get one, I think. Even though it sets one up, you know, to have... Even though it sets itself up to have one, if that makes sense.
1: I'm sure... I am sure that Christopher Nolan has something to do. I'm going to have to have a look at it. Tell you what, I will let it slide. I will accept I'll be wrong on this. Yeah. (laughs) But I'll just say, yeah, I don't mind if they don't do a sequel. Can you look at the running time of the movie? Uh, Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um but I, I really enjoyed it I just think it's <laughs> Wait, uh, has, has
1: our review actually gone on longer think. Th- yeah I think yeah,
0: it has
1: um, it our spoiler talk even
0: not our review uh, 116 minutes ok no the film goes on longer that's
1: fine we'll, um, we need to wrap it up soon though <laughs> what I might do just to wrap it up yeah. uh, we've got the IMBD in front of us um, there's just one goof that caught my eye. Okay. Because it's always good to have a look at those. Uh, when they're actually getting the Pepsi's from the Pepsi machine in Cardiff, UK, it has American FDA nutritional information on. Really? Yeah. And so... you saw that, did you? Or is it on no, 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 the not... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I'm eagle eyed. Yeah.
2: Uh,
0: what I do want to. Just have to go to do... show masturbation doesn't dim the faculties. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Lower the tone. Yeah. I just want to have a just look at some of the reviews because obviously we've. You know, we've put down our thoughts on. The floor. Yeah, I'm just going to have a quick through once or twice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just on that. so just looking at um, some of the reviews on here. I mean, uh, 111 out of 177 people found the following review useful. Uh, tagline: Fast, scary, and much better than expected. Eight out of ten. Um, it's a very long review, but just to kind of sum it up, he starts. I was dubious. Uh, this guy had a lot. He's a lot like us. He's seen the ratings and the yeah. early reviews. And uh he decided he didn't want to see it, his wife wanted to go and he decided it was awesome. Yeah. 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 So I think that's I think that sums us up really That's about, gonna yeah. be what a lot of people yeah. I think quite a few people are gonna it's gonna be a film that you don't actively want to see. I'll confess I only saw it because Jess really wanted to see it. Wives To the point of buying the <laughs> <goes>, wives, man. <laughs> yes. they know shit. Yes. But um
0: <laughs> They just they just smell uh like the listings at the cinema.
1: What was he? Now this is interesting and I might have to read a few of these and this will probably be the one we close on it's uh, well okay, the title is 5 out of 10, sorry folks it's pretty pants and I really wanted it to be good he actually rated it 1 out of 10 so I'm not thinking he's the most consistent <laughs> review <laughs> I've ever met okay. uh, which we can completely berate and in fact this. I'm, I'm going to have to show you the first uh, few lines this review may contain spoilers and right underneath spoiler alert, spoiler alert, you have been warned we should have done this at the start of the podcast. If anyone hasn't guessed by now, there are spoilers in this podcast. Yeah. Um, clear tension between Mark, the director, and Brad Pitt. Could be what we've been yeah, talking yeah. about. They weren't happy with it. Um, oh, he's actually criticising the premiere at the London World Premiere Week and the speech that the director gave. My God, this chap has serious
0: <laughs> standards. <laughs> we've been talking about it. for. I thought you were going to berate him for that, but we've been talking about it for, uh, for about one hour. 38 name. Oh, okay. Uh, a
1: zombie film with no blood? He did not like that. Uh, I have no idea what the <laughs> zombies were doing as we never see them kill anyone. They run around a lot. Far too fast for a human being. I don't think Mark Forster, quantum of bon... <laughs> 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 who is this amateur? Yeah. Um, speaking to actors who worked on the film... Really? Okay. Uh, they told me a lot of dialogue was improvised and it shows... Good dialogue is written. It's very hard for an actor to come up with great dialogue. We're coming up with pretty good dialogue, and as you can tell, none of this is written, so I disagree with that um also, the only good bit was the zombies' ants scene. Uh, it would have been hugely improved if a zombie with a giant leaf walked past in the background. <laughs> the audience laughed that is funny. At... <laughs> really I like that. the audience laughed at several moments and that I don't believe the director even realized were gags. I'm have to call horses Does he tell me any of them? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What moments were these? Brad doesn't even really do any acting. He does a bit of running around in a fight or two. No great lines, and I don't really believe that he loves his kids and wife so terribly much. I think he was watching a different film. I think he might have been watching Fight Club and kind of... <laughs> yeah, and leaning suitcases against a curtain. Seriously, that was really bad. Ah. Uh, best thing in it was Daniela Cortez. So, Segan does have a real name. Yeah. But her scenes are clearly cut to bits, unlike her hand, which seems to be fine after a couple of gin and tonics. I'll have what she's having. Oh, what else we got? At the end, the applause was half-hearted and everyone got
0: up and left super fast. (laughs) Nobody applauded at ours, but I'm not using that against, (laughs) (laughs) against the film in the review.
1: Jesus Christ. Please God, capital God, can we stop giving bad directors a second, and in this case, tenth chance? The film made me angry that a studio can waste so much money on what was a mediocre idea even at the beginning, and gave it to a director as a proven track record of not being able to fix a bad script or direct action. The budget of this would keep an independent filmmaker in business for the next 400 years, or if you put that in real-time scale, all the way back to
0: Elizabeth I. Frustrating. Nothing to see here, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. No, move on. Hang on. So, my factual guess about how long the budget of this film could have kept, <laughs> could have kept an in. Well, I'd like to say that people don't live for 400 years, let alone make movies for all that time, but also, like, my factual guess of 400 years, to put that into some real context for you, that hard fact I've made up.
1: So, if Elizabeth first had made this film, didn't make this film, she could make films up until today. Today, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm Yeah. Can I just say we've got a precedent yeah. that we have actually got a bleep queued by I'm I'm really sorry whoever you are but I think you're complete for this review. Okay. And you know that comedy bleep. <laughs> yes. I'm glad you enjoyed that and I'm really I don't like slagging people off. You know, I don't like to think I've been given a podium and I can shout at people but I just this is just
0: but also like the you know I I didn't like Quantum of Solace. But the thing that was wrong with it wasn't that it was bad action. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? The thing that was wrong with it was that there was no story tying these complicated, intense set pieces together. Um, and actually, he have you seen Stranger Than Fiction?
1: Yeah, I love that film. That was really good. Mark Forster. Really? Same director. Have you oh, seen amazing. Uh,
0: Finding Neverland?
1: Yeah.
0: Same director. Wow. So you know what I mean? Like, he clearly has no handle on story or action. It's kind of like, well, well, no, they've just... He made one bad film which we're all... Upset about, you know. I'm just
1: looking through these reviews, there's quite a lot of them that are, you know, average ratings, mm. which I'll accept. Every now and then, there's like one, you know, there's a pros and cons, a pretty good pros and cons review here, which is, you know, just to sum it up, the pros epic scope, Brad Pitt, action scenes, use of the word zombie, as we yeah, said, yeah. you know, it's treated as a cliched term. So it's refreshing to see it used so honestly and openly. Cons, lack of gore, well, you know, it's PG-13. I like I like that. That was a pro for me. Yeah, Shaky yeah. cam, well, didn't really notice it. Unfulfilling ending, yep. let's not talk about that, that anymore. Yeah, yeah. Unintentionally funny zombies, yeah, didn't really get like, that. <laughs> Slight lack of tension, okay. And then here we are, we have another douchebag. Yeah, yawn. Oh. Look, I think the best thing to do, um, like I say, I don't like slagging off other people on the internet. I think the best thing to do, once you've finished this, if you haven't had your fill of World War Z, head over to IMDB, have a look at the reviews, and see what you think. If you've already seen it, put your own up there, because there's going to be people... We saw this film... Well, I saw this film because my wife suggested it. You said to me you had no intention to see this film until I asked you to it. Yeah, yeah. So there's going to be people like that who don't know whether to take a punt on this film, and I think... I really think it is so worthwhile so good reviews things like this just to kind of spread the word a bit I'm going I sum it up I'm really pleased with this film yeah I, yeah I, I think it was really cool my inflammatory statement
0: I preferred this to Man of Steel we haven't talked about Man of Steel at all I know what's up with that um, I think we're gonna have to park the Man of Steel uh, like
1: in that time age cinema fashion I need a wee yeah
0: oh, yeah yeah uh, <laughs> But yeah, thanks for listening to this. Uh, yeah, it's, it's If you've come this far, it's nice for you to listen to us now about a film. Um, and
1: if you've come this far, you you must
0: be a fan yeah, of yeah. World War Z or you're just
1: a fan of the director or just Brad Pitt. And I think that's the best thing, you know, when, you, when somebody makes something and you enjoy it so much yeah. that you can talk about it for, fucking hell, an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah. And at the end of it, when you've picked it to pieces and you've sifted through it all, you still love it. Yeah. And we I, could. I could happily watch this film again right yeah, yeah. now,
0: and I would enjoy it. I been like, felt felt like it's maybe quite uneasy in myself, so probably wouldn't want to watch it again now. For the kind of like, I'd be screwed, man. <laughs> I can't run fast. I can't. I can't use a radio like Brad. I don't wear a gay Gap scarf to wrap the hands of victim people. like
1: Oh, it wasn't. In... Oh, we didn't even mention that. No,
0: it's. I thought I'd let it go, but. Um, Uh, I just summarise it. So, kind of, if you want to sum up, we'll wrap it up now. Wrap it up now. Um, thoroughly enjoyable, and I think it's a fascinating film. Not only because it's so interesting to watch and does so many interesting things, but it's fascinating because of the production history and the filmmakers involved and things like that. And I think actually, I'd love to see what happens with this film in the next six months uh, and see if anything new comes about because we might hear about the new ending. We might hear more from you know the director or Brad about what happened in it. And actually, I think from a kind of filmmaking textbook example perspective, it's a really fascinating, interesting movie that's come out this year on both sides of the fence
2: Mm.
0: in a film year that's been I don't want to say disappointing because I've loved everything that's come out, but it's been a slow film year, I felt. Yeah, Um, so yeah, so I was uh, a surprise on lots of levels.
1: I think for me, um what this film did with zombies, it's one of those films, I think it's like 28 Days Later, where it's changed what you think of when you think of zombies. There's been an evolution over the years, and what I've seen in this film is now what I want to believe them to be like. I think there's things in this film that will be copied by future zombie films. There'll be certain aspects that people will take away from that. I won't admit it's perfect, but then again, you don't love something because it's perfect you love something because it has flaws
0: Mm. and you love those as well which is exactly how I feel about Man of Steel
1: which is exactly how I feel about you
0: Uh, Uh. and I think on that note we should probably (laughs) (laughs) we should uh, we should wrap up yeah Uh, we're going to post this one well you know this we're going to post this one in the blog section and the reason I really want to do that is because I want to hear your comments below if you've yeah, seen it. Absolutely. Uh, so tweet us and Facebook us because those are also below, uh, and we will uh, see you on the other side. And can I just
1: say, if you disagree with this podcast, just do what I did and just badmouth it in a podcast of your own. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's the best way forward. Take your soapbox, but yeah. Yeah, all posted below. Me. Have a soapbox below. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's the internet. No one's censoring this. You say what you want. But thank you very much for listening. Bye-bye.
2: Bye. (laughs)